Welcome to the Cyber Nation Uncensored Podcast. We welcome all Chumbas, Edge Runners, Vault Dwellers, Wastelanders, Spice Traders, and Space Folders. Thanks for joining us. Please give us a great review and also be sure to join us on both YouTube and Twitch. We'd love to see you on a live stream. Thanks again. See you soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, we're officially live. Everyone should be able to see us and hear us now. Everybody say hi. Hello. Hello. Except for Jay. I think maybe put some more food in the mouth. It's it's our thing. It's our thing. We we have this. <laughs> All right. All right. Awesome. Everybody in chat. Yeah, let us know if anybody gets muted, any of the videos freeze. Just let us know. We'll get it fixed uh, right away. Uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in nice and early. This is our weekly Fallout 2D20 gameplay uh, sponsored by Modifius Entertainment. We love that company. We love this game. Um, yeah, before I get into a little recap and uh, we dive in, let's do like we always do. Let's go around the table. Everyone introduce yourself, let people know where they can find you online, and then introduce your character. Uh, Brandon, start it off. Sure. I'm Brandon Perkins, also known as DM underscore Brando. And uh, this coming week, I'm going to be at D3 at sea. I don't know if any of you are going to be uh, there. I know uh, some of the viewers in the past have mentioned that they might be going. But if you are, then uh, come seek me out or send me a, a DM sometime and I'll try to, you know, meet you at some point. Um, that's uh, the bulk of what I'm going to be talking about today. Uh, and I'm going to be playing Jerry the Ghoul, the ghouliest ghoul you've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Darth. Hey, I'm Darth Zion. I make a lot of uh, Fallout content over on YouTube. I also do some other Bethesda games as well, and a few other bits on the side too. And today I am playing Sprocket, Mr. Handy, who is a former mechanics assistant who's out exploring the wasteland with some new friends. Oh, yeah. Jay. Oh, hey, it's Jay. You can find me on all social media at Just Too Casual, where I do a bunch of random posting on game design and writing. You can also see me on Twitch at Casual Creativity. And most importantly, you can find me doing all kinds of things designing my own anime-inspired TTRPG Deep Breath. Find information on all the anime-inspired 5 compatible experience at DeepBreathRPG.com. D-E-E-P-Bread, T-H-R-P-G.com. 
and I am Genbachi Yasuke, Super Mutant Samurai, bringing light to a darkness across the wasteland. Oh yeah. Awesome, and I'm Rob Mulligan. I'm the founder of Cyber Nation Uncensored. Uh, this is Cyber Nation Uncensored. This is our channel, you know, sub follow here on Twitch, also on YouTube. We do lots of gameplay, tutorials, series, all kinds of stuff. Um, this is our Fallout uh, weekly uh, Team Wasteland gameplay. Uh, it's kind of based in Florida, lots of crazy stuff going on. And then right after our gameplay, uh, the Overseer uh, Capricious Nature takes over with his Team Asia. So this is kind of our, thank God it's Fallout Friday uh, Friday, where we just do a bunch of Fallout starting with us, and it continues on with Overseer Capricious Nature. Tomorrow is uh, GM Capricious Nature's weekly Nomad Cyberpunk Red gameplay, and then Sunday will be my Session Zero for uh, my Dune gameplay. We're starting up from Modifius Entertainment, uh, Dune 2D20. We have an all-femme cast, um, so it's going to be uh, a full Benny Gesserit team, uh, something pretty unique. They are going to have a house, but it's going to be really unique, so tune in uh, Sunday uh, to check that out, that will be at 12 uh, p.m. Uh, noon uh, Pacific time, just like this uh, this stream um, that we do on Friday, except on Sunday for Dune. Um, and then every Thursday, I do uh, Cyberpunk Red for Sirenscape on the Sirenscape Twitch channel. Uh, Brandon joins me for that, as well as other streaming friends. So tune into that and check that out as well. Um, for this team, I basically play the overseer. So every week, I get to create the plots, the NPCs, the fun. Uh, fucked up stuff that the team has to deal with, you know? Um, so far, it's been, uh, let's see, a Mickey Mouse cult at Disney with a missile silo, the Enclave at the USSA, launch pad with something called Clean Wave, um, trying to kill everything uh, radiated, but it's killing everything in general. Um, you've got the Brotherhood of Steel down in Miami and South Beach with the Northside King Raiders holding down uh, North Miami. Uh, the team already took out this uh, super mutant that had these mind-controlled ghouls. Um, but there's a lot more uh, to the story, a lot more sessions in the past. It all started on the Mad Queen YouTube channel, so check out the previous sessions there. And then head over to Cyber Nation Uncensored YouTube um, for this season, uh, where Jay has joined us with his uh, super mutant Yasuke. So check all that out, get up to uh, date, and join us with the live so you can keep up. But it's not necessary. If you join us uh, for this stream... Um, it's easy to kind of catch on and join the fun and contribute ideas to chat. Um, all right, cool. Let's uh, let's get into it. The team, uh, you know, without getting into too deep of a recap, they're already in Miami. They're in uh, North Miami. They've met with Richter, the leader of the Northside Kings, uh, the Raiders that are kind of holding it down, I guess the lesser of the evils in the Miami area. Um, and he basically uh, told them, yeah, I'll help you talk to the Brotherhood of Steel. Obviously, like, you know, we don't get along, but I'll get you a human courier to, you know, take your message and clean wave to them and try to convince them um, that the Enclave is up to some shit up there. Um, I think the team's idea here is to somehow try to pin the Brotherhood of Steel on the Enclave since they're the kind of the two larger forces, get them to start taking each other out. Maybe at one point in there, the, the Mickey Mouse cult with their missile silo will come into play, or the Northside Kings will come into play. Um, we'll have to wait and see what the team has planned and how the dice fall. Um, let's get Sirenscape sounds going. A little bit of Wasteland sounds. Oops. Let's see, that didn't... Got to reopen my player here so so everyone watching can hear, not just me. Hold on. <laughs> Defeats the purpose. All right, cool. There we go, some... Wasteland sounds. Um, this is a custom sound set created by our very own Brandon. 
plays Jerry the Ghoul, that you can find it on the Sirenscape system. Shout out to Sirenscape, official sponsor here at CyberNation Uncensored. Um, I also want to give a quick uh, shout out to my supporters on Patreon uh, while I set up these this information I need for the stream. I'll just give this little shout out. Kevin Moreno, Joseph Holder, William Huddleston, Naomi Madlass, Jamie Minch, John Effort, or Erfurt, sorry, I'm getting that last name right. Leadhead Coffee, Michael Edmonds, a.k.a. Kira, Chris Anderson, Dolan Pondsmith, Matt James, who's also GM Reservoir Panda, Rothen, a.k.a. Renegade 420, Revolver Gray, Steve Barr of Sirenscape, Zeno, Zach, Precious Nature, who does gameplay with us every week, Cyber Smiley, Raven, Andy Stretton, Copious Salt, Jorge, and Tracy Goodwin, uh, who's also part of uh, uh, Team Asia, uh, that stream, which is coming up right after us. But yeah, shout out to all the supporters on Patreon. Uh, you guys are the fuel on my fire. You keep us creating content. Really appreciate that. Um, oh, it looks like, like we're frozen. Yeah, it looks like some of the videos are frozen there. Let me see if I can get these back. There you go. Okay, I can see you moving. Everyone's good. <laughs> Thanks for the heads up. Sometimes that happens. Um, I was trying to let, uh, open up these other pages, and it seems like when I leave OBS, it freezes sometimes. Um, yeah, we see, I'll give a little map view here, um, just so team, uh, you know, everybody can kind of see... Um, let's see if that'll show up too. There we go. There's uh, North Miami. A little visual, just to set a little bit of a vibe um, as they're approaching the city, decrepit, but kind of rebuilt up some power um, brought back into the city. As you see, neons and some rebuilding and stuff, but there's a little vibe setting there in Roll20. Um, and you guys, uh, were when you met Richter, he took you into his, his uh, storage warehouse where you guys can kind of supply up and prepare uh, to go take out um, these junkyard raiders. Uh, he said, you know, I'll help you get the courier and talk to Brotherhood of Steel and deal with that. But first, got to do me a favor. Uh, head north, take out these junk town raiders. Uh, they've been kind of fucking shit up. They're not part of the plan. They don't seem to be team players. Um, they keep attacking our merchant guy, Gramps, who travels around Florida. Um, they, they attack random settlements around and stuff while we're trying to team up to take on Brotherhood. They're just a thorn in my side, so take them out. So that's the gist of it. Um, and the teams um, agreed to do that, obviously, to get help from them. So they're in that warehouse, and we'll just take it right from that moment where Richter mentions that. So help yourself, take what you want, and uh, they're, they're a handful of miles north. Take them out and come back and... I'll get you your courier. And he leaves, and you're left there. Um, and I think you've already gathered up some things, but if someone wants to do a little mini recap, what things uh, were you able to, are you taking with you on this journey? I've grabbed a, a crate of dynamite. It's got That's 26 right. dynamite in it. I think Jerry grabbed the fuse for it. Oh, yeah, you grabbed one of those, uh, the long fuse, you know, roll of fuse yeah. and one of those old school uh, <laughs> triggers. Detonators. Yeah. Got uh, six frag mines. Okay. Yeah. Yasuke only got the um, samurai helmet. Because oh, that's right. That's the only thing Yasuke needs. Oh, yeah. No, that's badass. Yeah, that's right. Uh, um, Richter uh, felt bad that they didn't have any custom super mutant armor things for Yasuke in the, in the local shop or whatever, so he hooked them up uh, in his little mansion set up it's almost like a museum where he's storing all this old shit that he's been gathering and he had an old samurai helmet um which was badass a little metal helmet there for for yasuke um also i wanted to mention since everybody got a great night's sleep 
in Curly's uh, motel there. Curly, part of the, he's a railway agent, uh, kind of revealed he's got this little underground railroad thing going on to help the team if they need to get the hell out, if you know things go south. Um, but because they got a great night's sleep in Fallout 2D20, you get uh, an additional two hit points to your max. Um, so make sure everybody accounts for that. Uh, your max HP should now be at a plus two from where it was. So add that in. Um, all right, cool. I'll let you guys kind of discuss a plan or set off or do whatever you want to do. Richter left. You guys have gathered your items. Okay. So do we all have everything we need then? Hopefully. Yeah, I think I got everything I need. Okay. Uh, I require no more than just my blade. Excellent. Let's uh, see what's see what this uh, gang of raiders is up to then. Did we say they were based in a junkyard off to the north. Yeah, he said it was a handful of miles north. Um, in an old uh, junkyard, um, it looks like it's a uh, uh, on the edge of a, an, an old landfill. There's a big landfill up there, and I guess they run a junkyard compound right on the edge of that. Uh, but it's only a handful of miles north, uh, so you guys can start traveling north if you want. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, you guys head out. Uh, I believe it was morning time. You guys got a good night's sleep, gathered up your things, head out. Um, and it takes you, uh, like I said, a hand, you know, maybe a handful of hours to get these handful of miles uh, north. We'll kind of streamline that a bit as you travel through the wasteland. One thing you notice as you go more and more north towards this area is there's uh, another pile of like burning tires, um, and then there's like a, a pile of like metal sheets and stuff like random like piles of materials as you're getting closer to this landfill. Um, and everybody give me uh, a perception survival. This is, again, no set difficulty. Um, here, let me just bring up the, the dice overlay so chat can see. A um, little homebrew I like to do in case anybody's new to chat. Sometimes I'll have the team roll a skill check. I won't set the difficulty. I'll gauge the amount of results based on you know, uh, what they reach, um, how much I'll describe. It works well with perception. Awesome. Okay, cool. Um, Everybody's at... not paying attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sprocket uh, isn't noticing much. Maybe he's kind of absorb, you know, checking out these piles of burning tires and rubble and different supplies and things as you're going. These materials to not notice um, what Jerry and Yasuke notice. Now I know there is a little bit of a complication, so I'll add to that. Um, but Jerry and Yasuke, you notice that like. As you're traveling through the wasteland, it kind of opens up to like what used to be a road, like the dirt. You can see it's kind of forming again, and the road kind of trails off ahead. You can see way the fuck off in the distance, like, you know, a mile or so. You can see, you know, some, some little hills of like garbage or something appears to be a big landfill. Um, and you can see like some type of structure of a compound, some fencing or something. But again, it is so far in the distance, this is what you're seeing. Um... Jerry, you're noticing, uh, you know, clear as day, um, you can kind of see, you know, that was a great uh, perception, um, and you got, uh, you landed on your tag too, you can see like as the road kind of develops and it gets closer to the compound, you can see on what would be like street lights and signs and like the occasional dead tree remnant, um, like hanging dead bodies, 
Um, you can't really make it out too much, but there's a couple cages too. Um, and, and absolutely, out of all the dead bodies, you can tell in one of the cages, you can actually see some movement. Like there's, there's still a live body in one of the cages up there. Um, and Yasuke, um, yeah, you, you see the same thing. You can see the compound off in the distance and such. Um, but you're, you, you don't notice that the, if the body is alive or not, you're not really seeing the bodies and such. Um, and again, like with complications with perception, I don't want to falsify information because then you have to role play like you don't know. It's a little sticky. So I'm just going to say that you don't, you don't see as much as Jerry and don't, uh, you don't see that there's the bodies there or the live guy. So I, I'm looking through my scope, I'm guessing, uh, and, and that's probably something that's helped my perception in this. There's uh, people in cages, and uh, one of them looks like they're still alive. There's uh, bodies hanging from street posts and things like that. Unpleasant. <laughs> Somebody's still alive, you say? Looks that way. Maybe after we take care of the situation, we can let some people free. Whereabouts is this person? Do they look like they're in any particular danger? I mean, I'm not sure we should leave somebody just strung up like this. I I agree. I'm thinking that we take care of the raiders and then we can let the people go. We definitely should try and help people out if they're being uh, held prisoner like this. This is uh, absolutely the right way to go. Yeah, I agree. I'm just nervous about, uh, you know, them getting shot, trying to run away, like what happened that uh, that time with the super mutant, you know? You raise a good point. That, uh, that didn't go according to plan at all. Hmm. Does this person look like they're in any danger at the moment? Uh, it doesn't look like the person's in immediate danger, right? Right, yeah, and from this distance, it's really hard to tell. I mean, you're seeing, like, you know, cages and bodies hanging and nothing moving except one cage. You see some movement and stuff, like someone's still alive, but you're you're very far away. Yeah, it's hard to tell. I, I, I don't think they're in any immediate danger, but uh, from this distance, you know, who could say? Perhaps I should uh, maybe give them a little bit of space uh, as we approach, because this seems like the sort of place that this gang of raiders we're trying to uh, sneak up on here might be keeping an eye on. I do not believe there is a reason to hesitate. If we move in, we can aid those that need it. It is always. <laughs> Direct as ever. However, we have been told there's quite a lot of people here. I think that was the case, wasn't it, Rob? Um, yeah, I think he said uh, he doesn't know exactly how many, but he's assuming anywhere from like 20 to 30. Can't be more than 30 people. Definitely not less than 10. there's a lot of people there, we should perhaps be a little more circumspect in our approach. Well, I, I got a scoped rifle. I can probably take some out on the fringes. You know, without uh, them being noticed right away. 
possibility. We got these mines. We could try to sneak in, set them up. And we've got a box of dynamite. Although what we're going to do with that just yet, well, I'm not quite sure. To, does it look to be anywhere around we could possibly sort of get a better view of this junkyard or the area ahead? I'm sure. Yeah. However you want to approach. I mean, right now you're you're far enough. You could you know continue down this sort of appearing road and kind of head up directly towards the compound um, where it's kind of trailed with these bodies and things. Um, you could go wide towards the uh, west, or you could go wide towards the east. Um, both kind of look like just you know wastelands, the occasional hill or rubble, things like that. But uh, but not a lot of structures and things out here. This uh, this was once a big landfill. Well, if there's any high ground around, perhaps we should uh, attempt to survey the area from there. Yeah, you could move up a bit closer and get on maybe one of the piles of rubble, like you see, like the different material things. That's a good idea. You could do that. What do you guys think? Should we uh, try and seek higher ground and see if we can uh, maybe reconnoiter this place before we get ourselves into uh, a situation that perhaps we might not be able to handle? Sure. I mean, yep. if the if Richter's numbers are right, then we might be dealing with ten to one odds here. You simply need to remove the head of a snake to prevent it from slithering further. We can choose to go the route of hopefully sneaking, or we can attempt to meet with the one in charge, have them stand down. Or remove the head. Taking out the one in charge does have some possibilities. Uh -huh. Assuming they don't all uh, um, turn on us straight away, then perhaps they would be uh, more inclined to listen to what we have to say after that. Uh, the choices are provided as such for the method of attempting mines or otherwise will put them on alert, meaning they will be hostile to all things. If we are to fight, we fight all out. If we are to divert combat, then the only way is directly still, but without battle. Hmm. Unless you have a better way to eliminate 20 to 30 people in one explosive wave. Well, not without seeing the place a little more closely, I don't think. Then survey the area. I will wait on ground level to fight, if need be. Yeah, you can do it. Whoever wants to get up on the rubble and get kind of a better view can give me their uh, perception uh, survival. And this time, uh, it does have a difficulty, and this is going to just be a difficulty of one. Okay. I'll definitely head up there, because with uh, Sprocket's robot sensors, that'll pull that difficulty down to zero. Oh, perfect. Let's do that. Uh, if I remember, there's the button.
one success. I suppose nice. that'd be an action point, would it? If, uh... Yep. We are full up. Yeah, what was it? Uh, you have a perk that allows you... It reduces sight and smell checks by oh, uh, one difficulty. Nice. Yeah, when you get up and you get a look... I mean, yeah, uh, action point out of that, because it was just a one, but it was reduced to zero, so it would be an action point. But you get up uh, on this sort of pile of materials, and you get a better view. You get a little bit closer, and you get up on there. Um, and you can see, yeah, there's this main trail that kind of leads up to the front of this compound. Um, and you can see that there are bodies and things hanging, some in cages. Um, and you can confirm now what what Jerry said. You see on one of the cages, like the second one in... Um, when they kind of start hanging bodies, there, there's a live man in there, a uh, wastelander. Um, he looks pretty fucked up, but he's in there. He's alive. He's moving. You can see him messing with the cage and stuff. Um, aside from that, you can see the walls of the compound. I'll bring that up on roll 20 in just a moment. But, um, but the other thing that you notice is, um, you know, there's a clearing on either side with the occasional, you know, pile of rubble or remnants of what was this landfill. Um, so you might be able to, like, stealthily work your way closer from pile to pile. It might be a, a, you know, a stealth check, a sneak check to do that. Um, you also notice that there's a sort of gutter um, that runs off the side, off you know, towards the west, um, but it's a gutter going from underneath the compound, um, and it looks like it has some type of like water in it or liquid in it or something, um, but it's coming from under the compound. So it looks like maybe that sort of gutter or trough might also be a potential sneaky way in or something. But, but from up here, you're basically seeing those options. Uh, you know, piles of rubble on either side through the wasteland, up the main trail. Maybe something with that weird gutter you can see uh, trailing off. Um, other than that, uh, you're not close enough to see too much else. Um, you do see, uh, let me bring up on roll 20, the compound. Um, and, and when you look at roll 20, it should be blacked out in the center, so you just basically see the edges. Um, correct me, you know, let me know if that's how it shows for you there on roll 20. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, it should be, uh, you basically see the fencing all the way around this compound. I'll bring it up so people in chat can see. Um, and you see how it has like this, you know, these, these sheets and metal planks and wood planks and just this, this big elaborate sort of fencing and compound wall that looks like it goes up maybe you know 20 or 30 feet it's pretty tall and then it has piled wreckage around it like um you know hollowed out burnt out vehicles and rubble all the way around that you can see there on the map like old vehicles piled up all the way around behind that you see like the piles of landfill um, that still remains um, aside from that on this compound and the fencing sprocket you you can see um, it looks like right at, like in the center of the compound, you see like a pole coming out, out the top. And at the top of the pole, um, you can see kind of like mounted a, a robot. And it's like only the waist up. You can see like the bottom is missing. There's even some like metal hanging and some wiring. Um, but it's like mounted on that metal. And it's just a robot with arms. And it's like up on that thing. And it's looking around. Um, and... You recognize it be, being a bot. You recognize it. Um, it looks like it's a referee bot. Um, like they they've been typically used at like sports games, boxing matches, wrestling matches, things like that. Uh, he has even has like the referee paint emblem still on there. A lot of sun damage, but you can see it. You can make it out. But he's up there just kind of like looking around and up on up on that pole. But that's what you see. Okay. 
Let's uh, duck back down towards Jerry and Yasuke and have a little word then. So, view up there's pretty good. You can see the whole compound fairly clearly. At least uh, I can see the walls. And they are looking pretty substantial. Massive piles of junk, vehicles, all manner of stuff. That's uh, some serious fortification going on in this place. Uh, they, you can also see you can see the road running straight up to it. And uh, a fellow we spotted earlier, who in the cage, he looks. He doesn't look to be in any immediate danger, but he looks like he's had a rough time of it. Um. There's uh, two other slight issues. We have um, potentially some kind of drainage gutter coming out of the place, which might be a possible way to approach, and a reasonable amount of cover running up towards the walls. But they do seem to have a old-style referee bot uh, attached to some kind of pole in the middle of their fortified position. And... Uh, my recollections about those things are true. They have some pretty good uh, sensors on them. So it's probably keeping a lookout from up there. It certainly looks to be functional. Well, what's left of it, it does anyway. Yeah. This is... This is a tough nut to crack. Indeed. So... That lookout, that robot does look distinctly like a lookout to me. It certainly function well in that regard, so it's definitely a risk. So, what Yasuke said, do we want to sneak in or do we want to talk to the leader and cut the head off the snake? My concern is if we cut the head off the snake, we're still surrounded by the rest of the snake. Yeah, the other... The rest of them could cause problems. Um, does that gutter, Rob, look like it went sort of... Um, could I tell whether or not it went under the compound or just straight Yeah, it goes it under. Or... Yeah, you can see it goes under. Um, you know, it goes off the side, whereas, like, the, the front trail kind of goes up to the some type of front entrance. Again, you're far. It's hard to make out exact details, but then you see that sort of gutter of fluid or liquid, whatever kind of goes under the compound, entering it, yeah. Under the fencing. Well, I did have one idea that might possibly work. And there's that drainage gutter coming out from underneath the compound. And uh, I'm forcibly reminded of uh, an incident in British history that might be workable here. In that uh, many years ago, the seat of government was attacked by somebody who had a, a bit of a problem with the, the king at the time, and he sought to blow the, the Houses of Parliament up from beneath. I hope you've heard of the story of Guy Fawkes. If we could possibly get up this drainage gutter, we could position the dynamite underneath the compound, and maybe take the whole thing out in one go if we need to. Well, uh, that's definitely an option. Hopefully we have slightly more luck than he did. You mean it didn't end well for this guy? Well, uh, no. No, it didn't. It's, uh, I don't think we have the same issues he had. <laughs> hey. 
Yeah, I wonder well. too. Uh, uh, just on a, on a role play side, if Yasuke would be triggered a little bit by by you know, I know he gets in small places, gets triggered by his PTSD and being captured. But how is he when he sees other people uh, captured, like the guy in the cage, and he hears of that, or is he focused on the mission? He doesn't pay it mind at this moment. Uh, Yasuke is very distinctly focused on the mission at the moment, since either way, the either path taken leads to possibly freeing the guy. So there's no sense of urgency in that. And also, the cramped space where uh, Sasuke does not seem to respond, since the knowledge of it means there's a passage to the other side, meaning it's a tunnel, not a prison. So mm-hmm. Yasuke seems pretty calm and focused for the time being. Awesome. Well, the rest so of the I'm team is lucky then. The... <laughs> Sounds like the rest of the team is lucky then. He's calm for the moment. <laughs> yeah. Hey, shout out to Dave in the chat too, uh, joining us. He was a, a part of our other Fallout stream you can find on our channel where uh, Brandon was the overseer. He played a fun uh, vault dweller. Uh, thanks for joining us. But uh, but yeah, those are your options. Um, and as you're discussing this, uh, Sprocket still playing on your previous perception, um, especially with that perk. Um, you hear some like chatter and talking in the far distance. Obviously you can't make out the details, but you hear people. Um, and when you look back towards the compound, um, you see like like a group of maybe, I don't know, 10 or 12 raiders, like 10 or, 10 or 12 people coming out the front of the compound. They're kind of in a group and they're in the front of the compound right now all talking to each other or something. Uh, guys, I think we might have some company. Right. Uh, uh, can Yasuke, when pointed out, Yasuke, can Yasuke see them or are they kind of like obscured? Oh, no, you can see them. And if, if, uh, Sprocket points it out to Yasuke, Yasuke, you give me a perception survival. Oh, that's definitely a skill that I've shown Um, exemplary skill in. (laughs) <laughs> and uh or uh you know in oh. intelligence uh survival i'll take as well um yeah and, that's and that's that could, so different and that could come from uh jerry um and sprocket yeah intelligence survival or um yeah the perception well yeah. If intelligence is an option i'm definitely gonna take that one yeah. uh are we talking sight or are we talking uh, is this um this is uh, sight and, and and a little bit of hearing um this is just in general yeah um a general one as opposed to a versus a specific target exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, oh yeah yeah this will be a difficulty of two difficulty. all right i'll stick yeah, with um, perception then okay because i can reduce that to a difficulty of one which i can't do if i use intelligence i guess mm, probably could actually yeah. And don't oh, forget uh, any action points or luck and stuff like that um, throughout game. But yeah, give me the roll. Let's see. Uh, no. <laughs> no dice either way. Yeah, you're not making out um, a lot of detail, but uh, yeah, again, it's like I described. You see a, a, a group of the raiders kind of came out the compound. They're in the front. They're all kind of talking to each other and stuff. It's hard to make out what's going on. Perhaps we should uh, take some cover a moment and sort of check the situation out before they see us. We plan to hide then, yes? 
might be a good plan to start with. All right. All right, let's do that. Um, Yasuke will, when we're hiding, Yasuke will try to hide in front of them, kind of like if there's cover, we'll try to be closer to the raiders to kind of act as a front interaction for Jerry and Sprocket. Nice. Duck down behind any bit of cover that'll uh, be big enough to hide behind, I guess. Yeah, give me a, a group uh, sneak check, whoever wants to lead it. Um, obviously, you have to get at least one success for the, rests, uh, for the rest to help. Um, and this will be a difficulty of two. Mm, I got a sneak score of two. Uh, I have a sneak of one, but an agility of nine, so like that would be oh. a ten for me to try. Yeah, seriously, that's good. Might be a good idea. Might be a good idea that. Yeah. And again, don't forget action points, luck, uh, ways that you can kind of use things to help. I am gonna actually want to use um, an action point to add another d20 just to make sure. it easier. If that's cool with you guys. Yep. So good plan. Uh, sneak. We're gonna do three dice. Nice. Yeah, so either Jerry or Sprocket, one of you has to at least uh, get a success here. Here we go. We're rolling two dice here, or is it one? Um, It's just one, I believe, unless you use... Yeah, unless you use action or luck or, you know, things to help. Um, I can use... Yeah, no. Nope. Oh, Jerry scored it. Thank you, Jerry. uh... (laughs) Coming in clutch. Yeah, Spro- <laughs> Sprocket almost fucks it up. His his little engine, maybe some wasteland dust gets in it. It backfires a little, pop, little pop noise. You're like, oh shit, you know, like a little noise or something. I don't know, but uh, but Jerry, uh, yeah, saves the day. Sneaks up, kind of covers up uh, Sprocket, and you're able to kind of hide behind one of those piles and make your way a little bit closer and kind of hide as you see the raiders talking to each other. Um, it's it's hard to make out what they're saying, um, but they talk for a while and then you see them kind of like head north. They, 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 they start to travel north. Wow. That just reduced the odds a little. A little. Alright. So if there's that many leaving, how many are still left inside? Good question. And also, if we take this place out... Those guys might uh, come back and still be a problem. Yeah. Although much less a problem, potentially. Alright. So. We talking about blowing this place up from underneath? Well. It's an option. I think there's something we could investigate there. We could also potentially try that as a backup plan, maybe? Try and talk our way through it first, but make sure we're... If that doesn't work, we can get out and then fall back on the blow it up plan. So set up the explosives first, and then sneak out, and then work our way up to the front and see if we can meet with the the boss here? Yeah... I mean, we've just seen a group leave. If they come back, that could be a problem. We might be more successful if we can persuade this group to uh, change their activities. Yeah. But uh, failing that, 
we'd have a, a fairly substantial backup plan. I, I got the impression that Richter wanted these guys dead. Oh yeah, that was his uh, his orders. You know, you, you go take them out, and then he'll hook up the courier deal. Well, this is a good point. On the other hand, if they leave or agree to join up and help him, that would also solve his problem. And we don't have to try and blow an entire settlement full of people up. Yeah, I guess. Bad, bad people, uh, for the most part. Except for the... This is true. Those who have been captured, but... Uh... Um, for a point of reference for Yasuke, just to make sure I know, those 12 people who left, all of them appeared like raiders, specifically armored up. There were no, quote-unquote, civilian types of their group? No, it looked like a bunch of raiders. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and in fact, uh, if, you know, you want to uh, um Maybe uh, you can give me perception or intelligence any one of your weapons um, so it's combat oriented and then uh, or survival intelligence survival fits with this too alright so I can use these at perception and my weapon one of my weapon skills yeah yeah or intelligence survival and uh, Jerry and Sprocket can do intelligence survival too if they want to um, uh, oh, but uh, but no need. Uh, Yasuke, uh, while you're looking it over and kind of contemplating what you're seeing, Yasuke um, notices that, yeah, it's a group of raiders. They're armored up. You know, they've got leathers. and You see some metal and some weapons and things in the distance. Um, it, it looks like a, you know, a typical group of raiders heading out in the morning to do their hunting, scavenging, looting, whatever the fuck they're doing. Um, you know, you're familiar. The the raiding part of the uh, raiders in the Navy. Um, but yeah, that's what it looks like. It looks like they're heading out a little raiding party. Uh, but they're heading north, yeah. um, you know, opposite direction of Miami and stuff. They're kind of heading off into the distance. But you also know, like, if they're doing that, uh, typically if they have a raider party, especially this large, they must be traveling or they're doing something significant. Um, but typically when raiders head out and do these things, like it's... It's daily missions unless it's a, a long travel, you know, so um, uh, it's hard to tell, hard to tell with the perception, but it looks like they could be heading out for the day, maybe coming back later, who knows. If they are heading out with that many, with the way that they armed, they are out to find resources and other raider tasks. Their numbers diminished, which means the opportunity to strike whether it be peaceful negotiation or aggressive tactics, is now or never. Mm. Hmm. So, what approach do we, do we think would be the best? Okay. I like the idea of blowing them up from underneath and then cleaning out everything else after the fact. You know? Um... I don't know how you guys feel, though. What you thinking? Uh, as a plan, I think it's workable. I'm reluctant to make blowing up an entire settlement my go-to move, but 
as we have established, these are not nice people, so... It seems perhaps that there's probably some justice in this. For a point and, of... Uh, with the the explosion, if the place were to blow up, would that harm the individual who's alive in the cage? Or are they, like, away from the main no, area no. of the basement? Yeah, that's far enough away, yeah. Cages and bodies are kind of aligning the, the path approaching the compound as a sort of deterrent. Like, hey, there's some badasses over here. Don't come over here, you know. Typical raider stuff, but it's it's far enough away, yeah. Yeah, it's tacky. Yasuke prefers to head on a spike rather than people exactly. in a cage. Yeah. Class to that. Who needs a whole body when you can get the message across with, with a simple head, you know? <laughs> yeah, head on the spike's a bit more understated. <laughs> way to get ahead in life. Hey! I will let the decision be up to you. F, what way we go? Well, if we blow this place up, there's a very good chance that that group is going to come running back as well. Might be an opportunity to maybe ambush them and uh, mop up afterwards. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because uh, this group could come back while we are mopping up what's left to uh, act as reinforcements in a way. If that's what you're thinking, that the explosion would attract too much attention. I think it's still the best option we've got. If we can reduce their numbers quickly like that, we might have a chance of uh, taking the whole group out. But... Yeah. I don't know. Depending on how long this takes, they might cover some ground before we can blow this place. In which case, it'll take them a while to get back as well. That's true. And when they come back, they're probably going to take the same path, and we got landmines that we could set up. That might be a good option as well. And then uh, hopefully that will just leave maybe the last couple to finish off and can have this done by tea time. What's tea time? We set the landmines on the road when they return. That way they will have to deal with that. However, my only hesitation to blowing up this encampment is that raiders sometimes have hostages. You do not know what individuals reside within, innocent or otherwise. You do raise a good point there. Right. Well, um, we could take the same approach we had last time. I'll stay at a distance and snipe as many as I can. And uh, you guys take care of some of the mid-range and up-close-and-personal sort of fighting. Does that sound good? We can definitely do that. Um, hmm. As Yasuke uh, starts, like, stretching a little bit, getting limber... It's also possible that this drainage gutter or system might give us some insight into what's going on inside, so we might be able to establish what we're setting up down there, whether or not they do have any hostages, and potentially how many raiders there are in this compound. Hmm. Which would be a good thing to know before we pick a fight with them. 
Okay. I keep flip-flopping here. Uh, I I say let's go underground, see what we can find out, maybe set up explosives while we're there. Does that sound okay? I think that's probably a good plan. And then we can fall back afterwards, get the detonator set up, and make a decision before we press the button. Then let it be done. I do believe setting up the mines on the road back is still a good option. But let us go through the tunnel and determine who we are dealing with. Yeah, I think that's a good plan too. Uh, do we get the sense that we could set up the mines without being spotted? Um, on the road? Yeah, I mean, the, the group of raiders that kind of left off uh, for their day raiding or whatever they're doing... Um, they, they're already out of sight. They've already traveled out of sight now. Um, so doesn't seem like there's any sort of stress there. Um, but there is that mounted referee bot. Yeah. Um, so that will require a sneak check. You know what I mean? Um, so right now, um, based on the conversation the team's having, it sounds like, you know, whether you're going to try to sneak in this sort of uh, gut, big gutter trough thing, or you're going to, you know, go along uh, the west side up to where the path is to put mines. Either way, it's it, it's going to be a group sneak. Um, the difference is, is uh, it would be a difficulty of two um, if you're going to do the road deal, like the mine thing out, you know, sneaking pile to pile, making up. It's only going to be a difficulty of, or no, sorry, difficulty of three if you're doing the, uh, that, and, and only two if you do the, the gutter trough uh, thing, because that provides a little bit of cover already blown the place that's uh, difficulty of three is going to come dramatically down as well yep Assuming oh well yeah <laughs> obviously yeah i'm talking about on the way in now whatever you fuck yeah. up there on your way out it's a different story i'm sure you know <laughs> yeah. i imagine it's gonna be like one of those movies where you're just walking away in slow motion with huge fireballs behind you and it's just a silhouette you know <laughs> no sneak needed uh, no but but those are your options. Yeah. Super mutant. Cool <laughs> yeah, yeah. Middle, on the end, just kind of walking away, <laughs> A team style. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Love it when a plan comes together. Mm. <laughs> exactly. Got a cigar on the go. Yeah. <laughs> then let us make the attempt through the gutter. Yes. Let's yeah, do let's that. Try it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, Whoever is going to lead it needs at least one success in the sneak for others. Don't forget, I don't know if there's any negative twos rewarded from chat or if you have any AP luck left, things like that. But uh, you guys can discuss this group. Five AP. So I I guess Yasuke will lead it only because Yasuke sticks to being the front runner. There's a negative two uh, from Stink Palm. Thanks, Stink Palm. Thanks, Stink Palm. I think I'm going to use it now. A couple negative twos. A couple of them. All right, I'm going to use an action point, and I'm going to use both negative twos just to make sure we do this. Okay. Nice. All right, so that's going to be my agility and sneak. Uh, yeah, while you roll that, I'll just remind everybody watching that Team Asia is streaming right after our team. So this is, thank God, it's Fallout Friday. Uh, don't go anywhere. Hang out. You'll have plenty of Fallout tabletop role-playing. Watch. Awesome. Great roll. Um, yeah, uh, that actually would make it three successes. I already declared we'll use a negative two, so that's three successes. Oh, yeah, that's right, on that 11. Uh, yeah, the others don't even need to roll. Uh, you're carrying them on your back, sneaking like a ninja. Um, and you make your way over. What was that? Sorry, yeah. Sorry cut in, Rob. But no, no, no. Like, should we roll anyway for a few action points? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Good point. Go for it. I didn't, I didn't even think about that fact, yeah. 
of course, there is the risk of a complication. Yeah, that is the <laughs> price you pay. That's true, too. Uh, no. If I roll a complication here, I'm going to look really silly, aren't I? Just like a little bit. Oh, success. Oh, oh man. That's funny. When I, when I saw the the uh, the one for some reason, I was like, oh, oh wait, that's right. That was the roll. Other way, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and there you got an action point. There's only uh, one offer complication. <laughs> yeah, um, but you make your way over uh, to this this sort of gutter trough thing, and it's 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 huge. It goes down uh, maybe about ten feet. Um, it's wide. Um, it leads all the way under the compound. Uh, there's like remnants of broken cement too. It looks like at one point this might have been some type of like sewer and drainage system. Um, the one thing that you notice when you get closer is it definitely smells. Um, there's like the stagnant water smell and human waste smell coming from this compound. It's bad. Um, it's going to require an endurance survival check. Uh, a difficulty of one to be able to hold down your breakfast from Curly's Motel. Is <laughs> this is just for fun. <laughs> just the smell. No, I don't think so. Ah, Jerry's had worse. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Cool. You, uh, yeah, you're able to uh, uh, hold down your breakfast and get down to this gutter, and it, it's like I said, nasty, uh, old sewage <laughs> system. Uh, Sprock gets a little confused why you guys look a little bit ill. I think he'd know exactly what the smell is, but that's true too. Uh, he has the sensors, and but he just wouldn't be. He wouldn't have the same kind of revulsion reaction. Yeah, that's true. More concerned about it as a health hazard, I think, than anything else. Yeah, but you but you get in there uh, and you're in this gutter. Uh, you can make your way all the way up to the compound, um, and when you check, you know, you see that referee bot not even noticing you. You know, it's up there, it's scanning the area. But you guys did a great sneak, um, and you made your way up towards the compound. You basically um, you're at the edge of this wall. Um, I'll bring up the map one more time just so people can get a little visual. Um, but you're up a, up towards where these kind of wrecked vehicles and the walls are all established around this compound. When you get up at this trough, you can see like the pillars holding up um, the wall. And this trough goes underneath it. And there's like a metal gate um, across it, kind of like, you know, makeshift security. Does it have a padlock or anything on it? Yeah. Yeah, it has a, a padlock. It would take a pick lock, a difficulty of two. Um, there's also the attempt to physically uh, destroy this. I see Yasuke looking it up and down, <laughs> contemplating that. But that would make a little bit of noise too, so it's something to consider. I'm gonna I'm gonna try the lock pick. Complication. Ooh. Beautiful. <laughs> no, yeah, I, you... I broke my bobby pins. Yeah, you try you try to mess with the lock, and, and yeah, we'll go with that. Um, you break your your uh, bobby pins, your lock pick. Uh, no luck, uh, no luck getting that open. Son of a. And I'm glad you thought of the the broken bobby pin. I would have made it worse. So that was good. <laughs> I had a, okay. I had another idea in mind, but I was like, wow, okay, I'll go with that. That's makes sense. It's a little That's... easier. I have I have a suggestion. I yeah. might be able to cut through that. The Ooh. buzzsaw would probably make a bit of noise, but the laser cutter might be uh, a lot quieter. Not silent, but quieter. That's true. Okay. Should I have a, a go at that? 
Yeah, for it. I think that's a great idea. Um, it's clever, um, but I'm going to make you roll it. Um, not that this is a moving target or anything. This is just to see if you get a complication generating too much noise. So basically an attack roll, would it? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. do your energy. Uh, it would be your energy, right? Yeah. Energy yeah. Weapons, yeah. yeah, yeah, just give me that standard 2d20 uh, check just to see if you get a complication. Okay. And I did, but I also succeeded. <laughs> That's funny. Nice. Yeah, you uh yeah, you, you cut it open, you're able to kind of tear it through. Um but as you get it, the fencing actually falls and goes kunk, 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 and like makes like a clinking noise. Um and you hear coming from up above uh the voice of that referee robot that says, Let's get ready to rumble Favorite alarm. Everyone, let's get ready to rumble! It keeps saying that, like, over and over. Oh, dear. Move fast. Yeah. Real fast. Gonna keep moving down the pathway of the gutter to try to get under the building. Yeah, you guys... Yeah, you guys get into the the gutter, and what you notice is when it gets past this fencing, now all of a sudden it's, like, uh, enclosed. You know, it's no longer an open sort of gutter that it becomes when it gets out of the compound. Now you're underneath in this sort of tunnel sewer system-looking deal. Um, But you instantly get under there. You can hear the muffled sounds of that robot repeating, let's get ready to rumble. Um, You even hear, like, a couple other chattering voices, only a few, maybe two or three chattering voices or something like a little bit of yelling and stuff. Um, but as you get under, you see that uh, there's like some piping random coming from here and there, like runoffs into this trough. There's also uh, like those manhole sort of things that, that you can lift up to get up out into the compound. Um, you can see like a series of those going down this main path, like underneath it. There's like uh, three of them. And we didn't see, like, a main building from any of our vantage points, did we? No, not at all. all you know, all, all you could see from out there was, like, this huge tall wall and then that robot on a, on a pole. The, the wall, the uh, security wall is too tall to see inside. Is there any way from down here to sort of see up into the rest of the encampment or whatever it is that's up there without uh, sort of lifting a manhole cover? Is there, like, any grates that look up there or anything like that? Um, give me, um, a luck survival, only a difficulty of one. Just see if you're lucky enough to find a, a, just a a general runoff grate or something. Uh, That's different. I like that. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. Looking around, you see, uh, aside from these sort of metal covers, um, that lead up off to the side. Um, you can see, you know, three grates as well. Looks like it's for maybe street runoff, or you know, maybe when there's rain or something. But yeah, just a general uh, grate. And you're able to go up there and look up and out. Um, are you going to look uh, out the the first one, the center one, or the third one? Uh, start with the nearest one, I guess. Okay. Yeah, you do that. Let me uh, get here into roll 20 and see if I can reveal some of this. It's a little hard to work. Sometimes it doesn't. But let's see. Let's see if this works. Nice, it's working. Okay. Um, yeah, from where this grate opens, uh, you should be able to see. Uh, here, I'll bring up the map on, roll, on uh, the stream so people can see. 
Uh, and I know people on the stream, you can see the entire map. Um, I, I cloud it in roll 20 for the players. So players don't look at the map in, uh, on Twitch. Otherwise, you know, you'll see all the building stuff, but, um, yeah, when you, you, you look <laughs> up, enough, you look up through the, uh, the, the grading, um, you can see on this side, there's like a building with open windows and a door. Uh, you can see like a makeshift cot. That's this little sort of small building and maybe like a little living quarters. Um, there's like a little, what looks like a, a fighting ring. Um, it has like uh, the chain, uh, chains and places of ropes that go around. Um, you can see old blood splatters and things like that. Um, you can see there's a building right here uh, to your side with a door. Um, you can see there's a building right here. Um, it looks like there's a door around this side uh, where it goes around. And there's a building right here. Um, and one thing you notice on these buildings is there are sort of like, you know, all, all these these structures are, um, you know, post-war constructed. Like even though this was some type of junkyard compound, um, all this has been kind of makeshift put together. You see like, you know, paneling put together. There's plexiglass sort of windows, some square, some circles, but everything is just so corroded. You can't see in and out of the windows. You just see these buildings as I described, as you see in that little fighting ring. Um, and, and, uh, and you do happen to see at one point uh, a raider uh, kind of like walking by really fast and he's holding some type of rifle I mean, he's walking towards the back, like the, the where the front entrance is on the bottom side of that map that you saw is approaching the compound. Um, he's walking towards the back. I mean, he's going that way, and he's just yelling out, What the fuck? What What did it see? What did it see? What the fuck? And he's just kind of heading towards the back. <laughs> Got lucky that it had a fairly non-specific alarm then. Um, can we move on down towards the next grate and see what we can see out of that one? See if we get a decent sort of from there as well yeah yeah you can do that um yeah you open up the next grid oh now see now it's not working bear with me you open up the next one um and it it opens up a little more into the center um, i'll try to reveal some of this without digging into the buildings too much here we go and I'll reveal the back side of this because you can see around it from that angling. So you see that building kind of in the center. And then around this side, you can't fully see over here all the way what I'm about to reveal. But you see a little bit around that side of the uh, the map. I'll bring it up here on, on uh, the stream. Um, and you see, you know, the building right here kind of in the center. You can see another building down here. A building here, a building behind you, and then over here next to this building, you can see like where the fencing continues on out of sight, but you can see a Brahmin uh, kind of in this little fenced-in pasture sort of area. Um, no sign of any prisoners or anything like that, or any raiders standing around near the grate? No, you don't see any in this area. Nothing here. Let's well have a look at the last one and see what we can see. Sure. Yeah, you go to the last one, opening it up. Um, and yeah, you can pretty much see all the way down this side of the uh, the compound. Yeah, I'll reveal all this. And then you look.
looked in that first one. I'm going to reveal down this side too. There we go. Um, and yeah, you can see that sort of fencing with a couple Brahmin in there, some more building structures. Um, you can't really see towards the back of the compound. You know there's a few buildings and stuff, but from this angling, you can't make it out. Um, same with the front of the compound. You're basically seeing the whole center of the compound and along the sides out of these grates. It's hard to see. Um, but when you get on this, this third grate all the way at the end there, um, you look kind of towards the front, um, which is in this direction. Here, I'll use my pointer. Um, and you can see there's like a, a main front entrance over here. And you can see there's two raiders uh, posted up near that front, uh, near that front entrance. Um, and they're like looking out, they're looking out of the compound, they're talking to each other. Um, and you hear that, that robot again, let's get ready to rumble! Uh, are they close enough to possibly eavesdrop on if they're talking at all? Uh, what was that? Are those raiders close enough to eavesdrop on at all if we're... Um, if you guys talk loud, but I mean, you know you're there, so you guys could talk quietly if you wanted to. I mean, like, could we hear them if they're talking? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can hear them. Uh, yeah. Should we uh, take a little listen and see if we can get any information out of them? Yeah, you can hear them uh, basically like, what the hell? What did it see? What's going on? What the hell? I don't know. Tell it to shut up. And you hear it. Like, Let's get ready to rumble. I don't know. Maybe it saw something out the way. So I don't know. I don't see anything. And they're like all looking out. Workable. <clears throat> so, what do you think? Don't see a whole lot up there, but uh, there's a few buildings, there's a few raiders hanging around. They've got a little Brahmin pen and looks like some gladiatorial arena of sorts in the middle there. Well, uh, any thing give you an idea that any of these pipes would go under maybe the largest building or something like that? Um, does it look like we can get... Yeah, you can use a... Uh, um, I think it's in the form of an action point. If it's not luck, I think it's action. You can give me an action point. I can give you an alternate uh, option there. Uh, Isn't that how it works? Let me just double check it. Yeah, um, obtain information, ask the GM a single question about the current situation based yeah, on your yes. test. The answer must be truthful, but does not need to be complete. Or we can introduce a narrative detail based on the scene where it's a minor detail. I think you can also do the same thing with a luck point to find something you're looking for. Yeah, I'm going to check that luck too, because I think you're right on that too. Yeah, there was something for luck. I'm trying to remember what it was specifically. Page 14. Um, oh, there it is. Uh, yeah, a new uh, piece of uh, get a new piece of information of discovering something that could help with the current objective. Mm -hmm. So you can okay. either use luck or AP. Uh, to I'm going to drop a luck point for that then because that <clears throat> sounds really handy. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell um, from down here, you know, you've got these three greats. Um, you can tell piping kind of going to different buildings. Um, you can tell that there's one uh, one main sort of piping um, that goes to one main building. Um, it's kind of um, the last uh, grate that you looked at. If you're in roll 20, uh, it's this building here, this sort of real large structure. Um, you can see that the piping goes up into there. 
um, possibly your your way to uh, to get in. It looks like it it it, it breaks up. Um, yeah, it seems like you know. Aside from the the grates being able to pop open one of these three grates and climbing out. Uh, possibly this larger uh, piping you could climb up into and maybe get up into the, the larger building there. I think. I believe getting in would be our best bet. We are unable to discern the numbers, nor do I believe we can even adequately place an explosive to deal enough damage to the piping we see here is under the compound, but not under the buildings. Not easily accessible, at least. Okay. But I was thinking, if we set up all the explosives underneath the biggest building, then potentially we hit more of them, because more of them are going to be in the big building, right? That is not always the case. Big building could be where they sleep, it could be where they keep supplies, or it could be nothing more than a trash heap for them. We need okay. more information, I think. All right. Um, if we're very, very lucky, maybe we'll find out where they keep their ammunition. That'd Ooh. be a great place to start an explosion. Very true. Setting up explosives inside their building rather than underneath would prove more eventful. I'm convinced. So, should we investigate these pipe and see if we can uh, get a look inside this building, then? Then let it be. Um, I'm assuming we're going to try to climb up the pipe into the building, if possible. Yeah, you can do that, and it, and it's it's wide enough. Uh, this one looks like it's some used to be like a big open end, but now it's been uh, capped uh, to drain. Um, but when you get up to the end of this piping, and bear with me, I'm bringing up roll 20 so I can reveal. Bring it up on a, on a stream as well. Um, yeah, when you get up to uh, uh, where it opens up, you see that it kind of... There we go. Yeah, there it is. It opens up into what looks like a big um, like kitchen. Uh, like a cooking and uh, like a, a cooking station, uh, you can see you can see some tables and chairs there. Should, you should be able to see it on roll twenty now. Um, and yeah, that that's what you're underneath. Uh, you're basically seeing, um, you know, and you can tell based on the size of this cooking station and table chairs, the sort of bar section. And there's some sacks off to a side of like maybe some supplies or something. It's hard to tell um, that this is only maybe about you know, a quarter of this building um, based on, like, the whole foundation and what you're underneath. Um, this is coming up in, like, you know, part of this building. Anybody in there that we can see? No, oh, nobody's yeah. in here. And are we looking in, or did we actually get to climb in and this is what we saw? Um, it's up to you. You tell me. Uh, I, was, I was assuming this is what you see first, uh, what you're looking, but you absolutely could pop this grate and climb up out of here. It's large. be able to uh, peek through the doors or something and uh, whatever's in the next room or have a listen or something if we climb out not only that we are inside of a building 
and the way this appears structured, they would not all congregate at once, meaning uh, I can deal with many of them in waves. Only so many people can fit through a doorway. That is true. I believe we should see what more is inside the building. I think so too. All right, let's do that. Uh, Yasuke will climb up first, just in case we get seen. Yeah, you climb up uh, in there, and it's, you know, cooking station. You can see uh, tables and chairs, a makeshift sort of bar set up. Um, it looks like this is some type of communal kitchen and eating area. Uh, but no people. You don't see any people. Um, you can see that there is a hallway uh, right here. And then there is also a uh, doorway right here at the other end of the room. So there's a hallway here from that room and a doorway here. And you guys are uh, right about here in the center of the room where the grate opens up. We can continue a survey down the way. Yeah. We should be careful and uh, have a little look around and see what we can see. Uh, Jaski's going to make towards the left side and try to go through that hallway and check that first room to the right. Or to the left, on the left side. Uh, I'm going to get my ping up. Okay. I kind of hit down the hallway to kind of check that corner out to see what's in there. Yeah, you go there, um, and you can see the doors are open. There's a couple doors down this hallway, one at the end of the hall, and you peek in there, and it looks like living quarters. Um, oh, capricious nature uh, re rewarded something pointless and random. Okay, so you open this up, and uh, it's you know you can see it's like living quarters. You see like a bed, um, some raider clothing and stuff, um, and you can see an old crusty sock next to an old porno magazine. Ah, capricious nature, how dare you. Uh, the dynamite. If you have multiple sticks we can use, you place one in here. Each place we go, we leave dynamite. As it blows, the whole place cascades. In the sock? We, we, one would... Place to hide it. we would also be leaving a lot of fuse to follow, though. Uh, they'd be able to find yeah. the dynamite if they see the fuse. It is not about the fuse. If you need enough explosive areas across, when you blow underneath, the resulting explosion will trigger more explosions of its own. The heat, impact, and force. Not all fuses need to be connected, but their explosive ordinates must be within range of one another. It's an interesting thought. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. It is a way that demolitions work. You place bombs across certain locations, but with key triggers that will trigger the others by proximity. Limit fuse, increase explosive ordnance. Well, you seem to know more than me. That's perfect. Um, all right, let's do that. Yeah, we could try that. We've got about 20 sticks here, so... Yeah, you have a lot. And then... I am ready to move on to the next place if you are ready to continue. We hide one in this first room somewhere and then move on down the corridor a little. This is yeah. functionally a corner room. It is a good idea, yes. 
Yeah, you can do that. You uh, you can hide a stick there and move on to the next, you know, down the hall. Like I said, the doors are open. Um, as you make your way down that hall, you can see it's a couple more bedrooms. And then off to the left as you're going down the hall, um, you see it kind of opens up into um, like a living area, of course. Cause you see like an old couch. Um, you even see a couple publications uh, sitting on the couch, too. Um, and then in these living quarters, there's nothing, just like I said, random raider clothes and things like that. It looks like this is, the building that you're in would appear to be some type of like, you know, living quarters or barracks. Um, and then, uh, just, uh, something not even going to make you do a perception. I mean, you, you can, again, hear, um, the few raiders kind of talking like the couple guys towards the front of the gate that, that robot still like, let's get ready to rumble. And then you hear like the guy that that went towards the back of the compound that sounds like he's right behind your building. Um, you hear him uh, just yelling like, hey, I'm, I'm going to turn off the bot. Doesn't seem like there's anything going on. And then you hear the other guys in the front like, all right, all right, all right, and like yelling. They appear distracted by the alarm. And if this is the barracks, I do not believe they would be in here unless it is time for them to rest. They might not all be on guard duty there. They may have just rushed out when the uh, robot started shouting up there, and the rest started his uh, raising of the alarm. We have decisions to make. This place may house many of them, but can still prove to not be enough. This is true. Perhaps we should continue placing a few sticks of dynamite around and uh, then retreat back into the sewer and see if we can get over to the other building that way. Yeah, it works. As it stands, um, and then Yasuke will point over to like the bottom room. One more dynamite there. Wherever it blows, it will cascade to the other corner. If nothing else, this building will collapse under the structural integrity. Seems like a good idea. Let's drop one down there then. Let's hide another stick of dynamite somewhere in that room. And then with like a quick scan, Yasuki will check the main living quarters. And then we need one placed within the central area to cause proximity of all others. And Yasuki will kind of be like that couch. Yep, can hide one under there, I would think. Yeah, you can put one there. Three. Is that three we've done so far? Three, yeah. Three. Good. I'll try and keep and track, so. One more in this room, pointing to the room across. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. Four. Mm. I yeah, believe that is all that. we need for this building. Yeah, and as you put them around, you notice the robot stops with the chanting. Sounds like that raider turned them off like he was talking about. Um, you don't hear the raiders yelling anymore and things like that. Um, and then, But then as you place that last uh, dynamite, you do uh, hear, and don't even need a perception, all three of you hear it. Um, you hear like like some laughing, like a male voice laughing, and then a female screaming. The screaming, is it like a help me scream, I'm in pain scream, or a humored scream? No, 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 it or sounds a, uh, like you know, a like terrified scream, uh, I'm in pain, I don't like what's going on scream. And this is where we'll take our five minute bio break.
Um, let's take our uh, five-minute bio break. I'll leave the mics hot in case the team wants to discuss things and chat can contribute ideas. We will be right back. Just a quick break. Don't anybody go anywhere. Thanks so much. Nice. Oh, no. Someone's yeah. in danger. Yasuke's morals are now in question. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. cannon has just started flying around. So much for blowing this place up, then. Well, if there's only one person there, if we can, uh, we might be able to sneak in, bash this one raider, if it's just the one raider who's uh, in there with them, and get them out through the sewer. But if it's a whole crowd of people, we might have problems. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, have uh, you guys been so following? Sorry, what was that? So, so far, looks like it might be possible to get her out of there. Maybe, maybe. Lucky. We don't make too much noise with our weapons. Uh, I think that's a job for Yasuke. Ah, uh, yeah. Yasuke does have quiet weapon, Quiet-it-ish. Technically, only one of my weapons has suppressed, but I also don't use guns, so everything I use is quieter than normal weapons. Quieter than that, at least. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do actually have a weapon that's suppressed that technically... Um, they have to do a perception check to even notice the weapon. What was that? Ah, uh, throwing knives. They have both concealed and suppressed, so they can't be found or observed when I use it, unless someone is the target of it, or they actually roll to then see it. Hmm. There's a question as to whether or not if you get a successful kill with it, whether or not they might notice their friend going... Yeah. <laughs> That they might notice, though. Uh, like, the throwing knives are not as strong as my my special katana, so that's the problem. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe we'll be able to get in there, sneak up, and uh, combine a sneak attack with uh, Yasuke's katana, and uh, that guy yep. might be uh, not a problem I, for very much longer. <laughs> if I can sneak attack with my katana, that, that individual will explode like a fallout. And just, just pure explode. I don't even know how. My blade doesn't work that way, but just bloody mess <laughs> slices him straight down the middle and he just goes eh? I think sneak attack adds like two two more damage die and adds vicious if it doesn't already have it yeah I think so yeah so uh, Yasuke's blade with a vicious on it and plus two more damage does more damage than a missile launcher <laughs> good Dang. chance of cutting, cutting somebody in half with that then yeah, so who like, needs the launchers. who needs a missile launcher? I am the l- missile launcher. <laughs> uh... Chat seems to uh, be very caught up on the sock, um, saying <laughs> that it is. Right. It does two d six damage. Uh, has the vicious attribute. The uh, crusty sock, light melee weapon. Six damage, vicious, <laughs> toxic or poison. I like as well. Yes, <laughs> rarity zero. <laughs> uh, uh, there's some kind of uh, disgust based uh, um, additional effect, yeah. Oh no, somebody recalls the disgust and can't resist. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, oh, yeah. Like yeah, the South Park game. Sorry. Oh, God. Yeah. First off, uh, first off, thank you, Stink Palm. That is true. It is vicious. Unless you already have vicious, then it adds the damage. I just need it for sneak attack. So now I know. Either way, it's still vicious with a katana that hmm. has piercing, too. So we're going to have a good time. Go back and get the sock. Right. <laughs> well, just get it on a stick and wave it out. <laughs> <laughs> Question is, how much power does it have as a throwing weapon? Is it basically a sling at this point? I don't it's imagine like, it have quite uh, short range, but... I figured like a boomerang at this point. I would be terrified if I threw a crusty sock and it came back to me after being thrown. <laughs> at that point, that's not a boomerang. It would be solid at that point. <laughs> yeah, no, at that point, it's not even a boomerang. It's a sentient creature that decided to come back. <laughs> yeah. I think they just come back around and crawl back around. <laughs> you throw it, it's like, I'm coming back. It slithers, like crawls like a worm does. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Uh, it's something pointless and random. It was pointless <laughs> and random, and now it becomes the true ultimate weapon. It also does an additional raid radiation damage for reasons that we don't need to know. Looking profoundly disturbed by this turn, turn of events. Yeah. Yep. Well, Seems reasonable. Fair enough. I think it's just because it's the raider secret weapon. They try not to use it because it's too OP. Yeah. Mm. That's right. The nuclear option. Exactly. I guess you could technically also reinforce it by reloading, but, you know, don't share socks. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to know how the reload is going to go with it. Thank you, Capricious. Yep, a glowing crusty sock. That's that's the weapon we've been looking for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two combat dice damage plus one radiation. Found in ghoul encampments. Probably true. Wait, that's not glowing blood. I'd like to add energy damage to it just because of how um, potent it is. It comes with a wafting aroma. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> ah, Robertson. Are we still talking about crusty socks? We are. <laughs> uh, the glowing crusty sock, because that oh, is the, the weapon of the waste. It's a, <laughs> it's a glowing feral crusty sock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. One day we're all going to grow up and be mature adults. Someday. And when that happens, it'll be when after real life fallout, and that's the only thing that's <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm ready to go back from break, but I noticed Jay doesn't have any food in his mouth. I feel weird. Uh -huh. I feel oh, weird. I, <laughs> I can't do it. Right. The, and we're back. All right, we're <clears throat> back. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we made it happen. 
All right, yeah, it's like as I described, uh, you guys, you're in these sort of living barracks part of this compound. Um, I'll bring up the map, uh, time anybody watching. And um, it's empty, it's clear. Uh, you don't hear a lot of chatter. You hear, you know, the couple voices that were in front, the dude in the back, but that since that yelling and chaotic moment, that's kind of died down. It's a bit quiet now. Um, as the bot stopped, seems like the panicking stopped. Uh, you heard, overheard them saying, oh, I don't see anything. I'm going to turn the bot off. You know, like maybe it was a mistake. You hear chatter like that. But then as it dies down and you place the dynamite, uh, you do hear some laughing, a male voice laughing, like one of the raiders possibly, and a female voice screaming uh, in fear and agony and things like that. I'll let you do guys we have here. like a rough uh, approximation of where it's coming from? Um. Yeah, let's do uh, uh, intelligence survival. Ooh. Whoops. Um, or actually, you could give me perception survival. Yeah, that's the exact same um, outcome. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not perceptive, nor am I intelligent. I am swing weapon guy. <clears throat> With a success, though. Nice. Functional ears. <laughs> they do work. <laughs> yeah, you can tell it's coming uh, from across uh, right here. Like, in the f coming from this building over here. Like, this is the front door. You guys just placed the dynamite on the couch in the back room. You can tell it's coming from the front door, you know, from across the way from this building over here, it seems like. Um, Yasuke is probably looking like he's ready to go charge to... Um, help with whatever's happening. Just putting that out there now so that everyone knows. Can mm -hmm. we sort of see through that door at all? Or, uh... No, you can't see. You can see out the door. You can see that there's like a building with some more of those kind of like corroded plexiglass windows and things. You can kind of hear some chattering, laughing, screaming noises coming from there. But Yasuke seems like he's, he's pinpointed. You can tell it's coming from that building. You see him looking at it almost like he's ready to charge or do something like you've seen him do before. Ooh, maybe we should uh, try and take this a little more carefully, because uh, all our effort here could go straight down the pan if uh, we suddenly get caught in the middle of this place. We're in deep trouble. Yeah, and... and... What was that, Yasuke? Ah, there is someone in trouble. More than normal. Her cries of help must be answered. Yeah, and I'll say, uh, Yasuke almost, doesn't he lose control sometimes when he gets in moments like this, his emotions get the best of him, um, his PTSD, things like that, right? Yeah, it's getting close. Uh, that's why I gave the alert that Yasuke's tense but hasn't ran in yet. Okay. Okay, yeah, so... Yasuke's reaching that point. Okay, and as we learn this character, you know, I do want to talk this out, you know, until, like, in the future, obviously, we'll be able to role-play this sort of stuff out once we learn it all and we get the the inner inner workings of Yasuke, so to speak. But um, but yeah, when you see this sort of happening, it, 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 it's a moment I would imagine for Jerry or Sprocket to engage in some type of, would it be like a speech check, a charisma thing? What does Yasuke need to calm down when he when he's starting to get to that, that mood? Yasuke just seems determined to help someone because he can hear the pains. Unlike the prisoner who was seemingly safe, this person is seemingly in immediate danger. Okay. So just a logical approach to maintain the Bushido code is the best way to go. And Yasuke has said someone's in danger, so. Yeah, that would, I would say it'd probably take a, just a general speech check, you know, charisma speech from Jerry or Sprocket. Um, 
you know, to convince Yasuke to, you know, stick with the plan or do whatever you guys are saying versus what you see him about to do, which is charge out of this building to handle who, who whatever distress is happening, you know? Um, well, look, I think uh, we need to help this person, but if we just charge in there, we might all, including this person, end up dead. In which case, we've not helped at all, so... We need to take this carefully. Uh, well, we must change plans. The explosives will not work. There is definitively at least one who needs help. If we can uh, rescue this person, uh, then we might be able to sneak them out of here, and uh, the plan might still work. Because I don't know about you, but I wasn't planning on setting off the explosive while I was still in here. We can get them out with us we might be okay as long as we can get her safe Lidiaske takes like a breath I will stay my blade can we see um, sort of where the door to this building this person's in might be um, you can't make it out from this side um, it's obviously not on this side of the building um, on the back side or the side so it must be on the outer side or other side. Okay. Um, perhaps we could try and uh, sneak over there and uh, see if we can get in without being detected, maybe. I mean, uh, pretty sure Yosuke will be uh, happy to take the lead on that since he's best with his sneak lately. And it moves him towards the problem, so then let it be so. Yeah, you could do that. It'd just be a group sneak, uh, difficulty of two, um, to avoid that referee bot on a pole that's up above. And then Yasuke will just kind of get for a point of reference. Are we basically are we heading to the side or straight across? Um. I'd probably go down that side that you indicated and sort of round the corner, sort of look around the corner and try and find the entrance that way. But you could go uh, like the other way if you prefer. That is the way Yasuki was thinking. To the direct, outside. So. Yeah. Since Yasuki was calmed down enough to uh, make smart decisions, we'll see if the dice yeah. believe in me. Yeah. <laughs> always use an action point, which is probably not a bad idea at this point, given where we are. How many action points do we have? Full or six? Full? All right. Yeah, I'll use one more. I'll use one extra point to add a dice just to hopefully make this not bad. Mm. Um, I'm gonna use a luck to re. No. Well, is this a, This is a group, so you just needed one in order. Now, now you have to hope that Jerry and Sprocket at least get one. Uh, yeah. There's a couple negative twos. Oh, there you go. Jerry got it. As a group, you're good, uh, but keeping in mind from uh, R.C. Walker and a few from Capricious Nature, you got a, a bunch of negative twos there to hold on to. Oh, we got yeah. more. Okay, yeah. We're at to like seven negative twos. At oh, this you point. guys yeah. are loaded up, yeah. Um, okay, awesome. Yeah, make sure uh, you use them before session is done. Keep that in mind. Um, but yeah, you make your way over there. You get on the other side of the building. Um, that referee bot on the pole doesn't even notice. It happens to be looking in the other way as you make your way around. Um, when you're on this side of the building, that referee bot can't even see you anyways. Um, 
but you can see that that uh, group of uh, Brahmin down here. You make your way on the side of this building. You can see there is the door on the front side of this building right here. Um, and it looks like it's open, and inside you can hear like laughing, um, grunting noises, and laughing, and like you hear him like, ah, yeah, you like that, don't you? And like, and then you hear like a girl screaming and stuff. Sounds pretty creepy. Yasuke will look at the, yeah, Yasuke will look at the others and just be like, kind of reaching for the blade to be like, can I? I think be my I guest. Not. Yasuke <laughs> uh, would like to make the sharp turn around that corner and just, without hesitation, actually, just cleave through looking for the man if he can safely swing the blade. If it seems like they're too close to each other, he will not just swing the blade immediately. Yeah. You know, you get around and you go into this uh, this building. It's a small uh, room, opens up. You can see lots of blood stains, uh, old and new. You can see what looks like an old medical table, uh, rusted. Um, you see a woman uh, strapped down to this table, um, and she's in her underwear. Um, she looks like she has, like, cuts, bruises, scrapes, things like that on her. Um, you can see a raider uh, standing over her, and it looks like he has some, like, bladed tools and weapons and stuff. Um, he's laughing and he seems to be uh, torturing this woman. Yeah, no, Yasuke is going to cleave. Definitely cleaving. Nice. Yeah, what's your uh, initiative again? Uh, 13. Okay, nice. Has he got a sneak attack by any chance out of this one? <laughs> oh yeah, are you doing... Uh... Follow that previous conversation? Yeah, you want yeah, to... Have... You can totally attack. Yeah, you can try a sneak attack. Uh, give me your sneak. Uh, notices you coming up behind him, alright? Alright, I don't know if I should waste the action point, but I'm gonna do. We have seven minus twos. Yeah, and I'll tell you, you just gotta beat a one. Uh, one uh, he had one uh, perceptive success, it is contested. Um, alright, so I'm gonna do. I'm gonna spend one more action point just to make sure, because I don't want him to yell out that we're here. Go for it. Uh, and then I'm gonna use who minus twos just to also be safe, just in case the dice are mean to me. They were actually so close to being mean. Nice. Yeah, you're able to get the jump on him. Uh, it goes to, uh, I think when it's a tie, it goes to the defender. I know that's what it is in a CPR. I'm going to assume that's here, which is you, since you're the one trying to sneak. Um, so, yeah, you, you come around the corner, you see him kind of laughing, messing with this girl. He's, like, inappropriately touching her, you know, threatening her with the blade. Just seems to be a creepy torture dude on this innocent victim woman uh, but you come around he doesn't notice you you're you're right behind him you can absolutely take a swing at him with your blade if you want so just out of curiosity um the difficulty of attacks drop by one because sneak attacks oh okay oh then yeah uh i think difficulty yeah i believe that's what i have here sneak attack um, drops the give me one second Why don't I see it? Yeah, the defense, the difficulty to attack is then reduced by yeah, one. Yeah, I see the defense. Um, I copied all the stats from the raider here. Maybe I need to check the book. I don't see the difficulty. Uh, that should just be whatever their defense is. I, it says difficulty, but it's supposed to be defense. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, defense is that. I was thinking damage reduction for some reason. Um, so yeah, just one. So that should be an automatic hit for you if it's reduced by the sneak. Um, so yeah, Excellent. yeah, you can describe how you do how you do this attack as you give me the damage. Uh, so Yasuke just goes through with a head to head down to no groin up to head like an upward slash to make sure to cleave cleaning half is the goal. Uh, that is going to be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven points of damage, uh, two piercing, and a vicious one, and a persistent. So he'll take seven points of damage on his turn if he's not already cleaved from that. All right, yeah, let me check that. Give me the location. Give me a, a d20 and tell me the location. Uh, let's see. Dice continue being nice. Come on, torso, be nice. Aw. Left arm. Left arm? Nice. And what was the uh, the vicious? You said he it had uh, vicious and persistent or something. Vicious, pierce, vicious, piercing two and persistent. Oh, okay. Oh, piercing two. Yeah. Oh, okay. And vicious. What's vicious? I don't have it right in front of me. Um, deals an additional one point of damage on top of whatever it gets for the effect. If I'm reading this right. It was five damage or more, so it's critical. Deal one additional damage for each effect roll. That's one. Oh, then, yeah, you can describe... Uh, well, you kind of described your attack. This killed him. It literally... You, you, you took out all eight HP uh, with, with that sneak. Um, getting that vicious. Yeah. You can split this guy in half if you want. You can describe it. So as, like, coming through... Yasuke specifically goes aiming for the cleave in half, but is going to like hit down between the groin, settle the blade, and then push up to make sure there's like that explicit pain of severing before <laughs> carving through the blade up. But also, because Yasuke is angry, will pull the lever that's on his blade as the electricity surges the battery attached to it to also electrify and shock him on the way through to keep his heart beating as he's cleaved. Nice. Yeah, easily done. Uh, great roll. Um, you're getting cheers from Capricious Nature, uh, Dave and Chad. Everyone loves that. Uh, yeah, this guy didn't didn't even see it coming. Uh, up through him, exactly as you described, he drops the blade that he was holding, just like kind of gurgling out and just collapses down to the ground, um, just in a pool of blood and innards. Um, this, this woman strapped to the table just starts freaking out she's like oh my god what's going on and she starts like hyperventilating you are safe they will pay as there's like this look that Yasuke's not even like looking at her he's looking at the remains of what he's done as the blood splatters on his body the appearances came back Yasuke has basically snapped Yeah, and you can tell that this woman, even when Yasuke says that to calm her down, she's she's still like hyperventilating and like pulling at the chains like you know, she's freaking out a bit, obviously seeing that gruesome attack and then now a super mutant standing in front of her covered in blood. She's just she's hyperventilating. She's looks like she's having a bit of a panic attack. You take care of her. And then Yasuke just kinda of starts walking towards the door, but like pauses for a second. 
Yasuke very obviously has now murderous intent. Yeah, Sprocket and Jerry, you see this, this gruesome attack go down. Uh, this woman's hyperventilating, freaking out, seems to be just as terrified over Yasuke as this raider that was fucking her up. Um, and now Yasuke is kind of, you, you, you kind of see his facial expression change, his stance change. He's, he's kind of in that mode. And it looks like he's about to leave the building. Um, the sun's getting real low, big fella. Uh, uh, um, look, I, I, we're going to take these guys out, but are you sure you want to do it this way? They should see the demon that will sever their life. Okay, um, that's you, I'm guessing, right? Uh, I, I mean, like, yeah, they, they should die for what they're doing. These are bad guys. Uh, but there's only three of us. You know, there's only three of us. We still have no idea how many of them there what less? But that might not be enough. We have a plan here that could take them all out. And uh, we also have to get this lady out of here as well. She stops hyperventilating a bit as you guys are kind of discussing this. And she's like, okay, just, just don't, oh my, don't kill me. Please, don't, just don't kill me. And she's like pulling at the, at the ropes. Don't worry, we're going to get you out of here. See we get out of here. And Yasuke uh, will kind of turn back. Hearing her, like, in panic. We want to save you. Are there others still here? Others who are prisoners? Okay, I'm the only one. I'm the only one here. You're going to save me? I think we can, should be able to get her out the way we came in, and then we can carry on with the plan we have in place. She starts pulling at those. Please just, then untie me, let me go before they all come back. Uh, I'll start getting the ropes undone. Yeah, happy to help with that one. Yeah, her mood changes a little. She starts to thank you. So, oh, God, thank you, thank you so much. Quite welcome. Mm. A pleasure. It's uh, looks like we arrived just in time. Glad to be of service. We must escort her through the way out. Yeah, let's do that. Please, yeah, yeah let's Goodbye. get out of here. Please, if you're going to rescue me, let's leave before they get back. There, there's a bunch of them, and they and they left. Please, let's get out of here. You can tell she's panicking. How many there are here? I I I don't know when when they took me, and and my husband they there was like twenty of them. I I, I don't know. There was a lot. That's more than enough to be a problem. So should we try and sneak her back over to that kitchen so we can uh, get her out through the drainage system the way we came in? 
Yeah, let's do that and let's do it quick. Yeah, I think this is the way to go. And I see Capricious Nature asking where my wig is from when I played my super mutant who used to wear the wig trying to be human. I guess playing this NPC female, and I do have it handy it's on my microphone stand. So there, yeah, we'll say that the woman has blonde hair. It's a little, little froed out, messy. It's kind of sitting on top, but it works. She's not going to be looking 100% under the circumstances. Yeah, exactly. It's messy. Um, oh, and Capricious redeemed an NPC enters the scene, so that'll happen soon. Um, but yeah, she's. Uh, you see her kind of calming down a bit, and like, oh, then, then please get me out of here before they come back. There was a bunch of them, and to come back they, they they took me and my husband i think they killed him i don't know they, they took me please just get me out of here you can tell she's terrified then let us be on the way leave a stick here let's uh stash a stick of dynamite somewhere around here <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh sneak her back over to the kitchen and we'll get her down into the tunnels Let's try to sneak that way. Yeah. Whichever yep. way is going to be the you know the easiest to do without getting spotted, I think. Can we safely make it back to the kitchen? Yeah, you can go for that. Um, yeah, you start making it out of the building. Um, you'll have to do another sneak when you get over, like, in between the building and the kitchen barracks sort of area. Because um, when you pass from that building to the other, you're kind of in that open area where the bot that's on this center pole right here can see. But before you even get to that point, when you come out of the room where the girl was being tortured, um, right across from you is that sort of fenced-in area. Um, let me bring it up on the, on the map too so people watching can see, um, the viewers in chat. But um, where those Brahmin are hanging out, all of a sudden from that building around the corner... Um, you see a young man, a young boy, probably like late teens, something like that, dressed like a wastelander, not really like a raider. Um, he comes around the corner. This is the, just the enter NPC thing, Capricious uh, rewarded. But he comes around the corner. It looks like he has a bag of feed, uh, and he's pouring down like in this sort of bucket trough that's attached to the, the edge of the fencing, and the Brahmin come over and start eating. I um, mean, he does that, and he looks up, and he just makes eye contact with all three of you, and he's just kind of, like, frozen, his eyes, like, wide open. He's just staring at all three of you. <laughs> the Brahmin is in, like, is it, the, is it, like, a tall cage they're in, or, like, a medium-sized pen? Um, medium-sized pen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so uh, Yasuke is just glaring at him. And that's that's all Yasuke's doing as we continue. Like, okay, what's yeah, Yasuke eye contact back, glaring, Sprocket, Jerry, what are you two doing? Uh, you have this moment where he, like he's in a moment of shock, you can tell he's just like pouring the feed and sees you. What the fuck? <laughs> Jerry's doing a shh. Does this guy look like he's somebody who might be here by choice or uh... Does he look like he's potentially a prisoner as well? Um, give me an in, uh, intelligence survival. Intelligence. Ooh, we've got a success. Yeah, you can tell that uh, you know he's he doesn't appear to be a raider. Uh, not only. Uh, 
you know, younger, less rough around the edges looking just physically, but also like the clothing he's wearing and stuff. Uh, looks like maybe he's, you know, a worker, slave labor. It's hard to tell, but he definitely doesn't seem like he's a raider. Kid, kid, we can get you out. Uh, give me your uh, charisma speech, Jerry. One success. Nice. Um, yeah, he's pouring the food. You, kid, we can get you out. You, you say that to him, and he just kind of like stops, and he's like, he puts the food down, and like looks, looks like back around the corner, and he looks back at you, and and, and then he starts like walking towards you, uh, makes his way through the fencing, um, and then walks over, and he's like, "Who who are you? What what are you doing here?" We're here to stop the raiders. Do you know if there's any others that need saving? Uh, well, I, I guess her. He points at the girl that's with you, that's behind you. Yeah, anybody else? We know about her. I, I, there, there's no one else in here. Just, just me. Uh, my, my family's been de- been dead a while. We were all here, but now it's it's just me. All right, kid. We're gonna get you out. All right, stay with us and stay quiet. Who is the one in charge here? Uh, there, there's a guy, Blake, that runs the place. They call him Chains. Yeah. But, he, but he already left. Like him and a, him and his raiding team, they just went out. They they go out raiding for like almost every fucking day. <laughs> but he should be he'll, he'll be back before sundown uh, with the with his with his team. There's probably about like I don't know, twenty of them or something. It, it's just you three. Oh God! He counts as two, <laughs> surely. Yeah, I can see that. But um, <laughs> but yeah, if you're here to get me out, yeah, let, let's get out of here. And the girl leans up. Yes, please, let's get the fuck out of here. They're gonna be back. Uh, and then Yasuke will try to lead to the house with the kitchen, where we know we can actually try to get out. Yeah. Yeah, go All for right, it. Give it. me your uh, uh, group uh, sneak attempt here. I feel like I should use an action point. We might as well use them. I also feel like I should use a few negative twos. I think we're at. I use twos. We're at five still. Yeah, and this yep. one's gonna. Just so you know, this one's gonna be a difficulty of three. Oof. All right, so I'm gonna just. We have five. I feel like I should use three negative twos to be safe. Yeah, you could use them all if you want. <laughs> all right, let's use them all and try to make the best of it. I'm so nervous on this roll. Didn't even need him. Oh, nice. Wow. Nice. Yeah, doesn't even need the support of anyone else with that. You nailed it on your own. But then look at that. Even got some some extra sneakiness from the team. Um, some AP out of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. AP. Yeah. So, Jerry, you should roll yours as well. I'm just I did. Yeah, oh, I didn't see it. Oh, I didn't see it. Everybody succeeded. Not one oh, okay, drop cool. roll. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, great. You got some AP. You make your way... Um, uh, the the female this boy they're following, um, and you make your way back into the barracks. Uh, they're on the map. You're back in um, the barracks. You can make your way back to the kitchen. You see the open grate that you climbed up from. Sorry about this, folks. Down the sewer. I would like to try and stay to eliminate those when they return. 
Well, I think we need to see if we can get a few more sticks of dynamite spread around first, don't we? The girl looks up. The girl looks up. You have dynamite? Yep. Yes, we do. Yeah, then, then blow this whole fucking place up. Fuck them all up. Just, just blow them all. Let's get the hell out of here. We're working on it. We're working on it. If we can get them to a safe space in the sewer to place the dynamite, because we don't have time to try to get them back to the kings. No, I think we have to get them out with us, and uh, we'll yeah get the dynamite placed, get ourselves out as well, then blow this place. But uh, we've only got so much fuse, so. Uh, we're not going to be going that far before we get this place to blow anyway, so... Should we get uh, our friends here down into the pipe below and we'll carry on trying to place a few more bits of dynamite around? I believe that should be sufficient. I do not believe anyone else would be taking their way into the sewer path. I can't imagine uh, <laughs> it'll be the first choice of way in. Yeah, and you can do that. They uh, they head down there. They go down into the uh, the sewers underneath. They look scared, but they're, you know, trusting you all and ready to leave. Obviously, they go down there. Uh, the female uh, throws up a bit uh, over the smells. Um, she doesn't have as much composure as the rest, but um, but they're waiting. They're there. Just please, whatever you're doing, just just do it. Just get us out of here, please. Before they get back, they're going to be back before sundown. Do not worry. Boy, no. tell me all you know of this place. Basically, I'm trying to get a layout of the rest of the area that we don't know from the boy that hopefully would know more. Nice, good thinking. Good idea, that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to, uh, if you refer to roll 20 in the map, I'm going to go ahead and reveal it all now because that was smart. Um, Bring it back up on the stream again, then. Yeah, let me uh, pull it up there. There we go. Even though people on stream should be able to see all of it because it's not blacked out for you, only for my players in Roll20. But there you go. Now at least you can see a little bit better. Um, that's funny. Capricious nature. Wait wait until she smells the sock with the trademark <laughs> logo. The sock. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> that's like terrifying and funny at the same time. But yeah, he, he explains the layout and it's like you see here. Um, you can see there is um, here, I'll use my pointer. Um, you can see there's a front entrance over here. He says there's always a couple guards over there, usually a um, couple raiders. They always post at the front door. There's also some type of uh, back gate entrance. They usually have a guard dog tied up back there if they don't have raiders there. Um, he explains that, yeah, on days like this where they take out a majority of the team to go out raiding and stuff, um, they usually leave the dog in the back tied up. Um, aside from that, there's the living quarters you saw. There's this sort of like what used to be uh, like a medic uh, spot, but they use it to torture and fuck shit up. There's uh, the sort of um, storage. Uh, this is where they have all like animal feed and things like that. There's a makeshift shop, um, like their compound. He says where they, uh, you know, deal with their um, supplies and stuff that they have. There's also uh, the main quarters of their leader. Uh, which he says is in this building. Um, he has his own like little house or whatever. Um, then there's like a little sort of bar uh, area that they use for entertainment and stuff like that. 
And then there's a spot that they use for storage, he says over here, and that's usually where they store shit that they loot. Um, but that's what he explains. So where was that uh, robot on the pole? Right um, in the middle there. Yeah, right in the middle, right here. If you look at the center yeah. square, exactly. Yeah. yeah, just picture right there. Um, so if he's up, up, you know, way above, you can imagine if you're on the outsides of buildings, he can't see you, but anything on those paths leading to that center or on the inner side or lower inner sides of those buildings, you'll have to do a sneak check. Well, perhaps we should go out of the back door from the kitchen and make our way towards uh, where the, the leader lives, get some dynamite put in there. And uh, I don't think we'll be able to hit that bar without risking some of the other raiders. But we might be able to at least get this side done and then maybe see if we can come back up the other side from the sewer. And then we can avoid having to sneak around on the surface. Yeah, okay. How do you do that pinging thing that you were doing? Um, if you look on roll 20, the top on the top left, that little arrow symbol. Yeah. Yeah, click, the, the highlight the arrow, and then anywhere you click, click and hold. Yeah, click and hold on the map, and it'll. Uh, like that. Yep, there you go. That's pinging. Nice. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'll bring it up on stream too if like you want to but... point things out. Yeah. Should be useful to know if I. So, yeah, I was thinking, come out here, make our way around there. Maybe is this a door, possibly? Yep. It ends up being, or a window. Yeah, it's come a door. around this way. Um, sort of deal with the, that spot. And then go underneath and see if we can come up somewhere on this side somewhere. So we're going across, right? Yeah, yeah. let's do that. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, you guys. Uh, uh... Hold on one second. Let me bring this up. Okay, there we go. Um, yeah, you guys can do that. You guys make across to uh, place the dynamite in these strategic spots. Um, the female and male, they just, you know, again, they tell you, please just, whatever you're doing, just get it done. Get back here to get us out of here before they get back. You know, they're going to be back before sun sundown. You guys go up there. Give me, uh, you know, another group sneak. And if you want, what we can do here, um, well, yeah, give me that one because you guys got to get across there. All right, let's try. Uh, might as well use an action point to make sure. Go for it. Yep, definitely. We're at four AP now. And that's two successes. Nice. Yeah, you guys make it across there, uh rope you know, little lookout referee bot not even noticing. Okay. And you're able to get over there, place the dynamite you get in the building. Um and I'll streamline those things, you know, the, these buildings are empty. It is as the kid described. Uh, you said there's probably a couple guards up at the front, maybe a dog out back. Other than that, there was, you know, the guy that you killed. Um, but a majority of the raiders have gone out for the day for raiding and such. So um, in order to streamline, you make it across there. You place dynamite um, over in the bar area or in this uh, main quarters, leader's quarters. Where did you want to place them? Uh, actually, that would be... Yeah, we can do three in the leader's quarters, one in the bar. Yasuke did the math already. We can put one in each major room and still have eight sticks left over. Nice. Of, of the entire compound, so... Yeah, so one in this area, and then one over in this area gets care of both of those rooms. 
Okay, yeah, easily. Yeah, you guys can do that. You guys can place them there. Um, yeah, anywhere else you want to place them, uh, we can streamline this sort of setting up of the bombs and stuff. Just let me know where you want to go so I know if you got to do any type of sneak roll. Um, Yasuke's going to suggest we then try to make our way across to get over to this bottom area where the store is. If we go, if we were to go back, well, we'll have to sneak either way, I guess, won't we? Yeah. Um, how many sneak checks is it going to take to get over here? Just the one. Uh, over to where? More? To the uh, bottom area where the store is. I'm um, just one more, one more sneak. Yeah. That doesn't make much odds then, because probably my suggestion of sort of going through the pipes underneath and seeing if we can come up on the side is going to need a sneak check to get back over there anyway. So. Yeah, it's going to be extra sneaks. So, yeah. Uh, I think we earned extra action points, so I'm going to do an action point again yeah. for the sneak. Yeah. That's wow. three successes. Yasuke is nice. ninja mode. Yeah, he is. Ninja super mutant today. Yeah. He's making up for the last uh, sessions, I think, where he wasn't as sneaky. Yeah, no, this is yeah. full ninja mode. Yeah. yeah. Rockets pulled one off as well this time, so there's nice. an action point back up then. Yeah, easily done. Hey. This robot's not noticing you. You're, you're making your way around the compound, um, and still you're not seeing any uh, you know, any raiders or anything, no encounters. You, you know, everything's going smooth. Uh, great sneaking. Um, and you place your, your dynamite. Uh, I'll bring up the map. What's next? You placed those. Where do you want to head next? Technically, the next place Yasuke would have suggested would have been either we do the animal compound or we call it there because that's all the major buildings. Everything else would go in the sewer underneath. Well, yeah. The animal compound, there's also the raiders by the front gate, which is near that animal compound, so we've got a better chance of taking them out too in the explosion mm -hmm. if we put some over there. The only problem is we'd have to go Ayasuke, uh, we'd either have to go above, which would get us right in the view of the bot, or underneath, which could get us in view of the raiders that might see us. Um... Yasuke don't care. Yasuke just wants to make sure you guys are aware, because Yasuke is <laughs> in charge. The guards. <laughs> if there's only a few of them, we might have a chance, but... Uh... Yeah. Let's see if we can do this sneaky. Um, so I think we're trying to go underneath, kind of make our way out the store. I think that's like the best way of going. Mm -hmm. that's probably the best so if we go from the store to the bottom area to enter the animal compound space, do we need another sneak to get across? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to make a sneak to get across there. Um, All right you know, from the bot, and then you'll probably need another sneak uh, to get in the front uh, with the uh, two guards, but I'll, I'll let you know when you get to that point if that's the case. Alright, so let's I'll roll sneak by the bot. Um, is there a back door there, possibly, we could go in? I don't know. No. That's what I thought, but I think yeah. the only side was the animal compound side. Yeah, the there's two, is. exactly, there's two doors, uh, one which is kind of like feed storage, um, and then, and, yeah, right right here. And then the other entrance okay, here that cuts through uh, into the barrack. Yeah, so uh, the sneak in the front. Yeah. to the front door at the bottom. Okay. Um, what are we at on action points? We're actually full from those extra sneak successes we've been getting. 
then let's keep it up. Yeah. Nice. And you are. Yes, <laughs> oh, crit success. Uh, okay, Jerry. Nice. We have never been more ninja than and this day. One. I know. <laughs> yeah, you guys make it around there. Um, and in fact, when you make it around, not only is the bot not noticing, you make it around to the front in the building and you see the two raiders at the front gate and right as you guys are going in the building they actually step out of the compound like they're they're walking out and they're just chatting like i guess let's make our round our rounds let's go around the building just check it check it just to make sure yeah yeah maybe the bot was fucking up but i don't know let's just check and they go out sounds like they're going to be make, making a little walk around the compound all right so i think from there after setting the tube in there we did the two in here for left and right major here i think we're gonna make our way back to the barracks and do a full circle yeah we're on what 13 there so that gives us seven left over mm -hmm. on 20. yeah although we could leave through the front now that those guys are doing rounds well they came down we could come out just straight down this way but then we have the we people in the sewer two people in the sewer yeah and yeah. Uh, if we want to blow the place under there is probably the best place to put the Yep. Cluster of dynamite to trigger everything. Good call. That's one cluster under there, one cluster under there, one cluster there, and then one cluster there on our way out. And that should trigger all the proximity ones. Alright. Try and set that up then. Yeah. We've got a full spool of fuse, so I think we're okay there. Oh yeah, that fuse will go really far. Really far. You know, you've got like, you know, half a mile or a mile of fuse on that on that roll. It's a lot. Um So yeah, we Back to the sewer, and then if we can get there safely, we're going to make our way out the sewer and a, a good distance away from the compound. Yeah, give me a, you know one more sneak check uh, for the bot as you make your way uh, down that side and in, back into the barracks. All right, I'm going to use another action point because I need to save Yeah, You got him. Might as well. Ooh. Uh-oh. It's going to come down success. to Jerry and Sprocket. There you go. Jerry's got it. Um, Jerry with the save. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no action, but you made it. Yeah, you made it. Though. Yeah, just enough, and you make it into the barracks. You've placed all the dynamite. You make it back down into the grating. And as Yasuke kind of described and planned, you guys are able to do that. You go underneath. You kind of judge, a, you know, based on what you're seeing underneath, where the kind of buildings are and the piping is going, and you and you place the dynamite underneath the compound, um, wiring it up to the spool and heading towards the exit the way that you came in uh, through that that uh, gated gutter uh, that you broke open or cut open, I should say, sprocket cut open. Um, yeah, as you guys make it over uh, to that exit, um, you guys start, you know, getting towards that exit. Um, give me, everybody give me a general, uh, perception survival. Ah, uh, that's when the rolls stop being good. <clears throat> oh, boy. Oh, one. We, we still have a couple of, did we use all the minus twos? We did, didn't we? I believe so. I use, we have the three I use plus the five, that's eight. So unless there were yeah, more. That's all. Oh, crit success. Nice. Yeah, as you're approaching, um, 
you know, and we'll even say it like this, like Yasuke is up ahead leading the way, as he has been. But Jerry, uh, you notice, uh, Sprocket doesn't notice either, but you with that perception, just as you're getting up to where Sprocket cut open the gate and the gutter kind of opens up to the wasteland, um, you see like the light coming in from that and you hear uh, those raiders, a couple voices. Um, and you can just hear their voices kind of chattering and talking about the gate and stuff like, I don't know, was that always like that? I don't, I don't think that was, was that cut? Was that fucked up? Do we need to fix that? What's going on? Like they're talking about it. Those Raider guys. At the gate space? Yeah, Jerry hears them out there talking about, was the gate always like that? But Yasuke and Sprocket don't hear it. Jerry hears hey, it. I'll, I'll signal to Yasuke and Sprocket that I can hear too. Outside. Mm. Maybe we should. Uh, should we just wait a minute and see if they wander off? Can wait, but then they may bring more to this gate. How long do we need before we blow this place? I thought we'd wait till they're in bed so that we kill as many as possible. We are waiting until sundown for them to return. That's not a bad idea, actually. Yeah, give me a... uh, Let's do this. Let's do a general... uh, Some type of luck roll. Uh, I just want to see, because uh, I, I like the fact that whoever said it, like, let's see if they walk away, Sprocket, you know? Let's see if you're lucky enough that these guys, because uh, I've got an idea in mind. I've got a couple ideas. It could go one of two ways. Um, give me, I want Sprocket to roll this. Give me, yeah, give, just give me a luck survival. I think that makes the most sense unless you want to suggest a different, uh, it's got to be luck. I think survival sounds good. Survival or... Yeah, it's the only uh, thing that makes sense to me. Yeah, I think survival's probably the best. You know, you're trying to survive away from, from these raiders, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, give me luck survival. Let's yes. see. This will just be this will be a difficulty of two. Potentially a luck sneak, but it makes no difference to me either way. Oh yeah, luck sneak works for me too. I'll take either. To do it without being detected, yeah, I like that so. too. Uh, I'll take either one of these: luck survival or luck sneak, and it's a difficulty of go, two. I'm gonna go sneak just for. Um, variety okay. uh, nope no success so I no. guess they're not wandering off yeah they're not wandering off and in fact you hear them talking uh, like well I, I, I don't know but you know if, if boss gets back with the guys and, and like this is fucked and we didn't take care of it like we're fucked like I, I don't know I guess let's check it out and you hear them kind of like climbing down into the gutter like they're approaching okay so since they have to climb down like a ladder stepway um, yeah, Yasuke, as soon as they're, like, partially climbing down, Yasuke's going to charge forth, hopefully, to catch them off guard for a sneak attack pain train. Oh, shit. <laughs> nice. Yeah, give me the sneak. Let's see if you get that sneak attack. Uh, okay, let's... Oof. How many action points do we have? Five. All right, I'm going to save them for the attacks. Okay, this is just a difficulty of one, so... Two successes. Nice. Nice. Yeah, right, you, so you sneak up as they're climbing down. They don't even notice you, Yasuke, as you're pain training towards them. Uh, so I'm going to go for one of them 
does uh, what's the defense of them? Because it does reduce by one because sneak attack. Uh, just one, um, so it brings them to a zero. So one of them is going to get just raw damage. Raw super mutant to the face. <laughs> uh, that's going to be five, six, seven. Wait, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven damage plus vicious, so eight damage. Eight damage piercing two. Yeah, and that's going to be. Uh, where's the damage going to be at? Eighteen is the right leg. Nice. Yeah, which makes sense as he's climbing down. You pain train thrust him. I mean, he doesn't even see you coming um, as you just ram his lower body right up against the side of the gutter and the rock and chunks of cement, just completely smashing this guy. His leg completely just turns to pudding. I mean, it just smashes into raw meat and he just crumbles to the ground, like just dies. You just completely smash him against the wall. Um, the other raider looking down like, what the fuck? Like just in shock. Um, I'd like to spend two AP to do an additional major action to try and hit the other guy. Cool. Um, so we're going to go ahead for that. Does the sneak attack apply also for him or is it only No, be... no, it's not. Uh, yeah. Alright, so I'm also going to spend one more action point to make sure I hit because I know doing more than one action makes it harder. How many action points are we at left? Three. Alright, so... Yeah. Just a, a difficulty of two with this raider. Whew, that's two. Nice, got it. Give me the damage. Right. Poor raiders. Be nice, dice. Oh god. Two. Uh, yeah, four, again. five, six. Yeah. You can describe it. Uh, he's done. <laughs> so after crushing the other one, just going to literally take the blade and just swing around to try to cleave the guy against the wall. Just to sever him in half is the goal. I'm trying to actually reduce the amount of noise he makes, so... Yeah. No, instantly, yeah. Cut, cut him completely in half as the body drops. Um, and you see the, the female and boy behind just, like, look at each other and then look back like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, just completely in shock at seeing this. Um, yeah, you're glad he's on our side. Yeah, and then it's during... I mean, wow. Yeah, it was, a, it was a bit of a chaotic moment. But, yeah, right, right, right as that happens and he thrust the guy and then slices the other guy and they're like oh my god then you hear that bot kind of like let's get ready to rumble and he starts repeating it again we must move quick uh should we repair the gate by chance sprocket uh just so that nobody else comes in here looking and finds all our dynamite uh that's probably not a bad idea because it just so fell over. We might right want in. to try and do something about that. Although, did we get a number on how many raiders were going to be likely to be left in the uh, compound? At least two and a dog. Well, you just killed the two that were. Remember, they walked. Oh, that's right. They walked out the front and were circling around the compound, and they noticed the gate. So you killed those two. You killed the other one. Judging by what the boy told you, there's no more raiders left. Just that that bot on a pole repeating. Let's get ready to rumble. And then the gate that Jerry mentioned is cut open that Sprocket could do a repair check uh, to try to fix if he wanted. It would just be a, a difficulty of one for you to weld yeah, that back together. Let's, let's give that a, re a crack at repairing it. Uh, Yasuke will help by trying to just hold it in place so that way it's a solid weld. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, Ooh. 
No successes. But Yasuke, give but... me. Yeah, you give me your uh, repair though to see if you've got your support. Oh, my repair! Oh, yeah, that's not. Good. It's gonna be real fun. <laughs> well, it's still you trying to help, you know. Wow, one nice. success, and that's what you needed. Um, so yeah, Sprocket, it wasn't wasn't working for you so well, but somehow the super mutant uh, kind of like adjusts the grading. You had it a little bit off, and it and it, it fixed it. It lined up the weld perfectly. Uh, and I got it wedged. Yeah. All right, just kind of jam it in there. It's like, yeah, close enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's wedged uh, up. It'll be a good job, but it's a job. Uh, yeah, and I think Yasuke's going to help get uh, everyone at a far enough distance away because Yasuke has a little bit of understanding on explosives. Yeah. So... RC Walker in chat asks, uh, could you please kill off the bot for the sake of the mechanic gods? Uh, we, we wait till they return. I, Once they all enter the compound, we blow it. Yeah. Can I ask the uh, guy with us if, that we rescued if he knows how to turn off that uh, box, the the referee bot? The, yeah, there's a, there's a hard wire switch at the bottom of the pole, and you can kind of reset them. Should should we turn that off? Because if those guys come back and that thing's still shouting. They're going to know something's up. Oh, yeah, that's their alarm system. Like, if he's yelling, they'll know something's fucked up. <laughs> well, if we can turn him off, they might just walk right into the middle of the compound, and then we can take them all out. Yasuke just kind of starts walking over there. Wait, wait, no, Everybody no. No, no, no. Hey, uh, mutant guy, the, the boy's speaking up. He's like, no, no, guys, seriously, like... Uh, I'll go in and I'll reset him. He he won't pay me any mind if one of you goes in. He's just gonna start yelling again. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, so the boy does that, and for the sake of streamlining, uh, he goes in, resets the bot. You see the bot. Let's get ready to run. Back on, acting normal, looking around. A few moments later, the boy comes walking back out from the front uh, entrance of the gate. Um, finds you guys off to the side, you know, down in that that gutter. Or off in the distance, that's right, you guys walked off uh, while the bot was talking and shit, which is actually good timing, because while he's already triggered an alarm, you guys walked away, so you don't have to do another sneak. Um, boy meets you back over there, hey, I reset him, it's all good to go. Um, yeah, Raiders will probably be back soon. So if there's... And we just wait. Yeah, so I was going to say, if there's nothing else, I can streamline things, if we're good with that. Some nice concealed positions where we can see them and uh, wait to press the button. I'll have the plunger ready since we had enough fuse to go. Yeah, yeah he um, yeah he comes back. Uh, it's only a little bit longer, but the boy uh, boy also says, uh, "Oh yeah," and I, I grabbed these while I was there, and he pulls out a couple publications and tosses them down. Um, I couldn't let that go. I want I, I love rolling on that publication chart. Yeah. So Yasuke, um, oh. th I thought about it, but Yasuke doesn't read. Doesn't so. take things and read. Yeah, yeah. Um, but let's roll yeah. on it just for fun. So we'll have Jerry and Sprocket each roll on it since there's two of them. Okay. Just one d twenty. I'm not on. Hold on. Let me get on the page. Sorry. Yeah, I think it's one d twenty. Yeah, page one seventy four of the PDF. Uh, anybody following? Yeah, one d twenty. Go for it, uh, Jerry and Sprocket. Three. Okay, you got backwoodsman. Backwoodsman. So now roll a 1d20 again, Brandon. Eight. 
18. Uh, the Ohio River Hermit reduced the difficulty of repairing a damaged item by one, minimum of zero. Yeah, that's awesome. So anytime you need to repair a damaged item, uh, you can reduce it by one by the use of this publication, the Ohio River Hermit. Um, and Darth got a six. So you got fixing things. fixing things. Nice. Give me another uh, D20. Do I need another D20 for that one? Uh, fixing things. Oh, no, it's already a thing. Regular. Yeah, yeah. Once when you attempt to repair yeah. an item, uh, half the amounts of the materials needed to complete the repair round up. Uh, if you later learn this uh, perk, you may use this whenever you attempt repairs. Oh, that's awesome. I love the theme that it was both repair stuff. Yeah, despite yeah. The randomization. Hey, and it makes sense, too. You know, maybe these raiders, you know, they're into repairing junkyard. stuff. Yeah, junkyard. They're restoring things, repairing stuff. So that's cool. So at least you got a couple yeah, publications out of it. I know you didn't really get to loot other things, but you successfully got these publications and set up the dynamite strategically in the different buildings and such. You put some underneath the compound strategically. You wired it all. You got the woman out. You got the boy out. Um, you start making your way back. You're in enough distance. Uh, time's going on, um, and uh, uh, you know, sun goes down. Uh, you see the group of raiders return to the compound, um, and they enter the compound. Let it be done. Let's do it. Nice. Not even going to roll damage. There's way too many damage dice to roll for this. Um, yeah, just an intense explosion and rumble of the ground. It even shakes you where you guys are in this distance. Um, as you see the outer walls of this compound just explode, you see different dynamics and these like series of rumbles and explosions. You see just debris flying everywhere as this complete compound is just destroyed uh, down to rubble. It's on fire. There's a huge uh, cloud of smoke, black smoke just gushing out from the, the rubble and ground. Um, Val Mulligan, my beautiful wife, says, release the dog. It's too late. God damn it. No, it's fine. The dog was on the outside of the gate where we didn't put dynamite. Yeah, it, uh, the, the explosion. It off into the desert. Yeah, it burned the rope, charring it, and the dog snapped the rope and ran off. Uh, it's free. He, he ran away free. Um, but Rewa yeah. Too. Complete. Yeah, Rewa too. Uh, but the complete compound is destroyed. And, uh, uh, and, and through that chaos, the woman looks over um, and says, Oh my god, my, my husband! And goes running over to the main road, the cage where the one living guy was in the cage. Um, in case anybody forgot, I wanted to bring that back. Uh, but the woman notices him um, and lets him out. Uh, and it's her husband uh, that she mentioned earlier. Um, but she thanks you and everything. Uh, and um, yeah, you guys have destroyed the the, the compound. Um, the boy, the woman, the husband. Um, they t uh, speak about going back to where they live and hi him getting back uh, to where they were staying. Um, the woman and uh, man go off, but you've destroyed the compound, and now you can head back to Miami. Uh, before they go, Yasuke will um, go through the ruins of the compound and make sure that no one survived. Yasuke leaves no survivors. Oh, yeah, no survivors. Uh, you, it's even hard to find bodies. It is just such a... A rumbled mess, but no survivors to be found. Um, so yeah, uh, successfully did it. You make it back to the North Side Kings, uh, where you meet up with Richter. Uh, so everything's done. Oh, it's done. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was guessing yeah. so when I saw the uh, 
the cloud up there. And you can see like there's just a black cloud trail you can see off in the distance, just off into the sky. So was yeah. it uh was it difficult? Did they give you a lot of trouble or uh how did it go? Let's just say the dynamite that you gave us came in handy. Nice. <laughs> well yeah, I don't think you'll be having any problems with those guys again. Well, good, then you came through and uh and now I'll come through. Uh, why don't you go get some sleep tonight? Uh, you can stay at the motel you've been staying at and uh, come back see me tomorrow morning. I'll set you up with the courier. We'll send them in. We'll uh, we'll get that clean wave to the Brotherhood and see if, if you can't get what you want out of this. I appreciate it. Quite welcome. It was uh, an experience, to be sure. And that's where we'll end our session. So yeah, nice. You guys uh, were able to uh, destroy the junkie, uh, junk town raiders, uh, and in the process rescue this female and and the boy, the boy uh, slave laborer uh, that was tending to the Brahmins. So that was awesome, and even got to get a couple publications out of it. Uh, but you appeased Richter. He's happy that you guys were able to uh, um, take out the junk town raiders and. Uh, and do what he asked. Uh, he said he'll hook you up with a human courier to take the clean wave into Brotherhood and at least pass on the message and try to help you with that. Um, and we'll take it right from there uh, next session. Uh, I do want to mention uh, next week Brandon is on the cruise. Um, and then Yasuke uh, J, I should say, has uh, you're doing that event on the 1st, right? Yeah. Um, that's in a couple weeks, though, so we should be fine. Okay, so we'll take off next week. Then we'll be back the following week, and then we'll take off the, the, the following week uh, for Jay, um, I think is how that works out. Uh, yep. Scheduling wise. Okay, yep. awesome. So, yeah. Um, anybody watching, just know next Friday we're going to take a little break. It's a perfect time to check out all the previous VODs on the Mad Queen YouTube channel or on this uh, Cyber Nation Uncensored YouTube channel. Uh, check out all the previous uh, sessions and things that this team has been through. Um, and, and when Mad Queen was part of the team too, check out some of that. Uh, she did an awesome job. It was a lot of fun. Um, but use next week uh, to catch up like that, and then we'll be back the following week where we'll start right where we left off. The team goes back to the motel uh, to get some sleep, and, uh, yeah, we'll take it from there. Um, everybody make sure, everybody in chat, make sure you show some support to all of us content creators. Like we mentioned, we put out a lot of stuff. We're online, on social media, everywhere. Uh, follow and subscribe and show us some love, and we'll see you next time. Take care. Fascination on the